0: this episode of the hammerlock hangover is brought to you by as the tribal
1: chief i obviously don't need any help in the bedroom but that doesn't mean that you should be ashamed if you do if you want confidential secure and reliable help think about me roman ed just go online get a confidential consultation with a licensed physician privacy is maintained and they'll ship the stuff right to your house and become the head of your table once again and your wife your your partner will acknowledge you
0: everybody to another edition of the hammerlock hangover i am steve and i am joined as usual by my tag team partner in podcasting that is jeff jeff how are you this holy weekend it's a very uh um holiday of weekends uh, whether you observe easter or you observe passover uh merry holidays to to our fans celebrating one or the other
1: yes i have risen I am very overexposed this week i've been on oh my
0: god put your pants on jeff
1: i refuse um i've been on so many podcasts this week um basically you really can't miss me if you listen to any show on the pwc on media group or channel attitude um so i've been busy i also uh released garden of doom today for ufos and the bible for so for some of those others who have risen Maybe they were uh, beamed up by UFOs. You can find out about that. Um, and I've got a big show tomorrow. I'm, I'm recording tomorrow with a guy named Mike Hilliard. He's got the best geopolitical podcast that I, that I can think of that's out there called The Red Corner. And we're going to be talking about all sorts of fun stuff tomorrow. So, uh, But I guess that's usually what I talk about at the end of the show, not the beginning.
0: Is he more popular than, um, what's this guy, uh, Infowars? What's his name? Alex, Alex Jones.
1: Jones. More popular? Probably not, but he should be. He might be internationally because he's he's out of Australia. I can tell you that his guests are like you know high level government and think tank people.
0: Alex Jones guests are cranks. (laughs) Very good. Well, guys, um, this is episode eighty of the Hammerlock Hangover. Thank you for tuning in. Your uh, your support is much appreciated. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. If you are a fan of wrestling, you're going to be a big fan of the Hammerlock Hangover. We love talking about WWE, AEW, and pretty much all wrestling in between. We've got a pretty big show talking about Cody. Cody is a big big deal in WWE lately. Um we're going to be talking about Cody Some stuff from Raw, including this tag team title unification uh, storyline that's going on between Raw and SmackDown. Sonya Deville booking herself into title contention. I know there was a lot of people criticizing that booking decision. We're going to get into it. Thoughts on recent NXT call-ups, as well as the news that Vince McMahon sent a memo around saying, Guys, I don't want you using your real names or your indie names. On WWE programming so everybody's getting a name change we'll get into that when we review AEW. we W we're gonna be talking about a really rough week for Tony Khan Tony Khan uh, you know battling bots battling uh, criticism for his uh, booking of a barbed wire match and the aforementioned Easter weekend um, we've got a big show this weekend battle of the belts some people might consider it a big show. I consider it Saturday. Um, and obviously you know our Dynamite review. review. Oh, go ahead.
1: And you know what that means.
0: You know what that means. It means Wednesday.
1: We waited two extra days to record this show. So we've got so much more today, but at least we didn't miss anything.
0: That's right. We actually waited a couple days because I was feeling under the weather. And uh, Jeff had to go to a Four Tops concert. Right?
1: Yep well it was the four tops and the temptations. so let's take a couple minutes to talk about this so i should know these things because i'm pretty much you know almost as old as these fellows so uh, enough of the four tops and the and the temptations have died over the years that it's just four guys there so it's the four <laughs> tops from the temptations they've merged into one group and one of them is like the son of one of the four tops or temptations so um and one of them had a broken hip, so he had to like basically sit most of the time. Oh uh, no! And literally, this this concert started at seven thirty, promptly at seven thirty, and it was over by eight thirty. So, it, I mean, this is like literally you go to a, on a cruise ship, and yeah, listen. I, I didn't think these guys were going to be going for four hours. I figured that we get like forty five minutes to an hour of the Four Tops' greatest hits, forty five minutes to an hour of the Temptations' greatest hits, and since they were old, I figured they'd alternate they do two or three songs each and then alternate and they keep the same band back, same background people no it was just it was just like they've merged into one um it was still fun it was so it was but like i i was we were home by 9 30.
0: wow that's a good time i can guarantee you that that doesn't happen when you go see bad bunny
1: uh yeah but i can guarantee you that i won't be seeing bad bunny except maybe in 35 years when he's when when he's when he's Uh, mellowed out bunny
0: is this a bad time to tell you Surprise! i've got you bad bunny tickets
1: no it's fine i'll just i'll just sell them i can use the cash (laughs) son of a bitch
0: all right jeff let's just jump into it we're gonna start with wwe news let's talk about one of probably the best interactions in ring that i've seen between cody rhodes and the miz miz has had some fiery comments some winks some uh you know digs at aew for quite some time are you having a stroke oh no you're winking Quick um
1: winking. who am i virgil No. <laughs>
0: oh shit we'll get to that poor poor virgil suffering dimension strokes um cody and the Miz on monday night raw kick off monday night raw and really good episodes um spot with Miz tv cody i don't know if this was intentional where cody is going on his diatribe and then mentions i really want to get the wwe heavyweight belt
1: it was absolutely intentional
0: and then Miz quickly jumps in and goes belts are for holding up pants you're talking about a championship title and that's something very famously said by vince mcmahon is he's very very he's a stickler for his his branding and his vernacular so he definitely doesn't like belts. He likes titles, mm-hmm. and then Miz catches him later when he when Cody says wrestlers, and Cody and Miz says superstars. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Again, you're you're saying I'm interested to hear your comments, but to me it looked like it was not intentional, and Cody just flubbed it, being that he's fresh off coming back from where he's been been AEW, and ms caught him and it looked like there was genuine heat between the two of them i don't know maybe i was reading too much into it what are your thoughts on this whole scene this whole um spot segment on uh, monday night raw
1: this was as organic as chris jericho and danny garcia calling themselves sports entertainers on AEW <laughs> programming you're absolutely reading too much into it it was absolutely intentional 100 uh-huh. it was part of it and it was executed flawlessly
0: without a doubt i loved it i mean i i i thought it was genuine i thought there was some genuine heat i actually bought the fact that um Miz was saying you know i don't um i don't like you i think you're here coming to steal my spotlight i i felt that i believed it and you know I, it was it was some genuine heat in pre-show you and i discussed that there has been some criticism on the internet uh re- from the internet wrestling community that this happened way too soon that they should have waited o- on this some people were saying that miz is low level like b or c level talent and cody should be doing more um we know that he's going to be wrestling at wrestlemania backlash against seth rollins in a rematch but Jeff the Miz is a top guy, right? In WWE, he is a guy that earlier this week said, "Hey, I'm a I'm a big time player. I fit wherever Vince tells me to go. If it's to put over a guy like Logan Paul, I can do that. If it's a a spot where hey, you need me to carry the WWE title for a couple of weeks, I can do that. I'm flexible. I'm I'm a man I'm multi-talented." Your thoughts?
1: I mean, I agree with all of it, except that he's a top guy. I think he's a made guy, if that's what you mean. But, yeah, I think that the rest is exactly right. He can, he'll he he'll be put into whatever spot he, he is needed or asked to do. He knows where his uh, bread is buttered. And, you know, if they want him to be a top guy, he can be a top guy. But we already saw he, he had a world championship. He held it for two weeks. I mean – but it still counts. But, you know, but he's not a top guy, but he's a he's a made guy and and he'll always act like a top guy. So it's close enough. As far as what the Internet was saying, half of them were saying that, that, that Cody is slumming by fighting with The Miz. The other were saying it's too soon. Um, it's definitely not slumming. I mean, first you know, whatever you have to have a first feud. Uh, and if your first, you know, interactions with Seth Rollins and The Miz, that, that's not slumming um if anything it might be too soon because like you know it's sort of like you know you know it's either ms and bizarro ms or cody and bizarro cody i mean they, they sort of in some ways have parallel lives um but i i think it's fine they got out it, it's the most organic natural story i mean they both have you know wives that were sort of in the business and their family reality shows but it's fine. they got out of the way cody won clean they're doing the you know is Seth Rollins sort of a heel with honor, or what's going on there? But there's gonna be a rematch. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, they can't possibly have Seth lose twice. Uh, I think they have to, uh, unless they want to have some sort of squirrely finish. But I thought it was, I think you know, the internet is generally looking for things to complain about. And I have to be honest, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really pay that much attention to the controversy because I, I knew it was just an internet controversy for the sake of. Of people complaining it it didn't matter it was it was so hollow it was so dopey that it didn't matter it was perfectly fine and the miz with sort of these work shoot angles that's sort of his specialty that's sort of been a specialty for the last several years and you know he he does it pretty much as good as anyone else so it was fine it was good i actually i, I thought raw was pretty good this week and i thought smackdown was pretty good this week again too much filler too formulaic and that's wwe programming but as far as the tv shows themselves they, they were enjoyable enough
0: uh we'll we'll get into the rest of uh, raw and smackdown shortly but i want to stay on this topic just for a little bit longer one i agree with everything that you've said um i feel like this was too soon but i don't think this is over right i think this is planting the seeds for other things I think what would be too soon, and I know that Cody is really, really hot right now as a babyface. And something we discussed last week, that AEW missed the boat on this this packaging of Cody Rhodes. um, Because everybody in AEW was expecting him to turn heel, and all the fans were asking and begging him to turn heel. And yet this guy, right off the second week of debuting in WWE, is probably the biggest baby face in all of professional wrestling at this time um jeff i want to go back to what you said Miz is not a top guy but he is a made guy what is the difference in your mind uh, the difference in my mind
1: is i think that um ms is not someone who if he was in the main event at wrestlemania just him one-on-one that people that the people would accept that that they would think that that's a good matchup you know maybe it's some secondary or tertiary pay-per-view but not one of the big fours or you know a, a major show or at least not with some great story to back it up um but he's a made guy in that he's always gonna have a job he will always be in and around angles that are important to the show he'll either be with a celebrity like a Logan Paul um, but even if he's in a low card position, it's still gonna matter, and, he, and he's still gonna carry it professionally because this this is his job. He's, you know, I, I think he views himself as almost, you know, like how how soap operas there have been actors that have been on the same soap opera for like decades. I think Miz views his job with WWE like that. That sometimes he's gonna be a good guy, sometimes he's gonna be a bad guy. Sometimes the story's gonna be about him. Sometimes he's gonna be, you know, sort of a character actor. Sometimes he's gonna host the variety show. sometimes he's going to die and come back to be reincarnated somehow speaking of Easter um you you know I mean I I just think that Miz will do whatever is asked of him and he won't complain which is similar to Dolph Ziegler except every now and then I think Dolph Ziegler complains
0: (laughs) well I think Miz is that utility guy right like in the last year alone we've seen him have a stellar match with Bad Bunny he put Bad Bunny over he was uh, participating in this match with Logan Paul, maybe helped with training him and getting him ready. Um, we've In the last year, we've seen him put over Damian Priest, spot fill um, a transitional championship to Lashley. The guy is exactly what he said earlier in this week in an interview. He's whatever Vince needs him. Whenever Vince says, hey, I need you to be the guy, this guy. He's that guy, and to your point, whether that's be a babyface, be a heel, be with his wife, be in ms TV, take care of Edge, whatever it is, he makes it entertaining. This guy is a really solid act, and I don't think this this week shows and your commentary shows how underappreciated I think the Miz is because. A, he's a safe worker, and B, I do think he's one of those main event guys that, just like Kane, you take for granted, right? Every once in a while, Kane, you saw him be, and we've had this conversation about Kane and comparing others to Kane's career, right? Mm -hmm. Because if if you and I were in professional wrestling, right, I think we would take Kane's career in a heartbeat because A, he's a Hall of Famer, multi-time champion, but you don't remember him as always being at the top of the card, right? But you always remember him being there, and that's The Miz in 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 some way, shape, or form. Like, and so I think The Miz doesn't get enough credit, doesn't get enough appreciation, and I say all this just to round it all out, Jeff, is how dare us, as hosts of a major wrestling Uh, podcast in the industry Mm -hmm. that's right i'm I'm putting us i'm putting us i'm putting us over a worldwide leader a worldwide leader in wrestling sports entertainment and wrestling Mm -hmm. audio about
1: sports really
0: thank you Uh, exactly we're probably one of the tops and how dare us not have a show dedicated to a career retrospective of the Miz? but yet in our archives there is a career retrospective on tucker
1: well luckily enough we did one for our patreon platinum tier so thank you for all of you <laughs> on platinum and please log on to patreon uh, backslash hammerlock hangover and you can access <laughs> that, that uh show uh, a retrospective of the news
0: that is you know it's so popular that that episode that it is very hard to find
1: yeah, it's platinum tier is not easy it, oh oh you don't just get to pay for Platinum tier you have to pay for it and then you have to win a series of mental challenges much like That's the Apple right Academy uh, did and right and, then you have and to Hunger win. Games yeah then there's a Hunger Games situation um where you are also uh, the hunted of course <laughs> and, and then there's like a video game like Dragon's Lair where you know any turn could be the wrong turn
0: so yeah so. absolutely right but you know what here's a hint there's going to be a spot where you've got to talk about the best match on WrestleMania three. And we all know that it's the one that involves little beaver. Yeah, well, if
1: you go in any of the wrong doors, you might be attacked by zombie, little people, wrestler cannibals.
0: I appreciate that. You're, you're identifying them as little people and not is how I Hannibal, sort of redundant. It is a little bit. I mean, I don't think that there's any vegan zombies.
1: Yeah either
0: in case although they're... i think i think we should make a film about vegan zombies and see how that would work
1: mm, chickpeas <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right jeff let's uh shift to another one of the major storylines are the zombies
1: uh, vegans or do they only eat vegans oh see that's good i, don't I can know. really get i can really get behind the second one
0: i i i hear you I hear you. I, I, we should we should hammer this out. We should think about this. We should hammer like Hangover it out. Oh, hey Uh Jeff, another major storyline going on in WWE right now is these tag team title unification um, storyline between the Usos and RK-Bro. Coincidentally, Ro- Roman Reigns, the recently unified champion, universal world champion. I don't know what, what do you really call him? Champion of the universe? I think so. He-Man. I just call him, he- He-Man. You, you call him yeah. um, Roman is MIA, obviously, because he was injured at WrestleMania two weeks ago. And so this is I guess filler for him to get better soon. He, he has
1: been in some dark matches, but he's barely participated.
0: Right. And he's, he's being carried, obviously, by either the Usos or other people. Um, and So this is, I guess, to divert everybody's attention away from Roman being injured and buy him some time to get healthy. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you feel about uh, what's transpired over Raw and SmackDown? We are recording on Saturday night, so we can talk about both recent episodes. Um, What are your thoughts on the latest booking of this storyline?
1: I mean, I think it's actually fine. I, I mean... The only thing that, that I have an objection to is that I feel like they kept telling us that we're going to get title unification matches and, and that can keeps getting kicked forward. I mean, I know why they're doing it, but it, it feels a little Tony khan At least Tony Khan when he says there's going to be a match on, the match is on. Like I thought on last week on SmackDown we were going to get that a match. I mean, I didn't think titles were going to be unified. And then it seemed like on Raw the match was going to be. Then it's on SmackDown. Uh, but last night on SmackDown instead it was... Uh, a riddle against, I, th- I think it was Jimmy you So I'm not, I'm not sure, but uh, a pretty cool RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, that, that's for sure. Um, so, but it's a wrestling story. It makes sense. Like I said, it's buying time. It's two of the better acts and two of the better promos and their, their exchanges have been pretty good um, and, and pretty entertaining. I I just keep coming back to, you have this ultra thin roster and, you know, basically we're spending one-third of now three primetime shows on the same four guys. You know, sometimes you have the Street Profits come out, or sometimes you have Alpha Academy, but it's it's basically the same guys. and It's, it's just so unnecessary. Um, but, you know, okay, they're doing what they have to do, but, you know, the one one thing they're not doing is what I would like them to do, is which would be to rehire, you know, a, a solid half dozen or so people for each brand.
0: You and I argue about this all the time. You think that the roster's thin. I don't think it's thin enough. I don't, listen, they put RK-Bro on SmackDown. They are the most over tag team in wrestling right now. So for them to be uh, the Usos on, might be. I mean, are the Usos selling as much merch as RK-Bro? It's hard. Uh, how do you separate the Usos from the bloodline? I, I don't know
1: that you can. So. Uh,
0: okay, fair fair enough so maybe one a one b but how do you not have them on the flat what is now the flagship show right smackdown is the flagship show of wwe not monday night raw so Sorry. Sorry. how do you how do you not have them in this angle i like the angle i like the promo that started at smackdown this week my only criticism of it was you've got a guy randy orton you know the usos build up their credibility they they say hey we're these guys we are future hall of famers we are from the bloodline we are two times three times four times whatever times thank you i don't remember the longest randy smackdown tag team champions of all time there you go see your memory is way better than i than mine so they say all this and then you have randy pretty much run down his history The one thing that I felt was missing from this... Randy Orton was sort of doing a rock impersonation there. He was. But the one thing that was missing was Randy's the type of guy that would say, Roman better stop targeting us because if he keeps coming for us, the Viper's going to come for him. That That that... was the only thing that was missing from it. and And I'm hoping, I know where you're going... I'm hoping that that's where we're going because I think if Roman is injured as he is, who better than Randy to help carry him in an angle for a month or two um, than Randy Orton?
1: Well, your to, thoughts to that extent, yes. And if and if he is worse off than we think, you could do worse than having Randy Orton as your world champion for a short amount of time until you decide whether you want it to be Cody or Lashley or or someone, and you know. You want to redistribute the belts, whatever it is. No, I, I agree with everything you're what you're saying, including thank you, of course, your fancy book in there. But 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 I, and I agree that it is it's a good move now, but it's only a good move because of the circumstances that they box themselves into. So I, I think these two thoughts can be held together that it's the right move now based on what's been going on, but it wouldn't be the right move had the Hurt business, being the tag team, been treated seriously. Had they treated the Viking Raiders a little bit more seriously, Los Lotharios, uh, had they kept uh, Dijak and Mace together and made them a serious tag team or, you know, whatever, brought in other tag teams. If they had more of a roster, they wouldn't have to rely on this kind of story.
0: But the, but th- those guys weren't getting over. I mean, the Hurt Business, yes, they were getting over. Street Profits are over. Anyone can uh,
1: get over if you want them to. You, you That's get- nonsense.
0: Yeah. Vikings don't get over nowadays, Jeff. Uh, name me the last Viking that got over.
1: If you had them, well, Vikings would be hard because physically they, they, they sort of don't have modern, you know, wrestler bodies, but if you turn them heel and had them, like, be vicious, like, you know, road warrior vicious, you know, you 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 could do it, but you're right, they, they're redundant. I mean, you could have Mason T-Bar play the same role and they would look better doing it. That, that's for sure. But there's there's teams out there. That's all I'm saying is that there's enough wrestlers out there. I mean, if you kept Eichner and and uh, what's the other guy's name? Bartel together, <laughs> as Imperium as a team, they're a damn fine team. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on there, um, but I, I'm just saying because the roster is so thin, you have to do stuff. So, so yes, they're making chicken salad out of chicken shit, but they're still chicken shit because they're the ones who you know have four
0: chickens in their in the living room see i i disagree i think there's the chicken shit is the quality of the tag teams like everybody will loves to say oh oh we need these 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 lifelong tag teams these just like bret hart and 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 jim the anvil come on all these guys got mashed together at some point like this is nonsense we just had randy orton and riddle in 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 one of the most overmatches in wrestlemania because these guys are so over together they're entertaining and so it doesn't matter whether they needed to be l- they're brothers from north carolina fuck out of here nobody gives a shit like everybody wants to give a shit but it's bullshit it's not it, as long as it's entertaining nobody gives a fuck and and all all these wrestling fans that claim to be all these wrestling fanatics and 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 we're in love with pure wrestling it's bullshit it's all bullshit.
1: Talking, I don't know if you're talking about FTR. I Don't know if you're about them boys. I don't know if you're talking I'm talking about FTR, all of them. That, they're they're all tr- They're all all of them.
0: All of them. I'm talking about all of them. N- keep keep naming them down the list. I'm naming them all. All of them. Do, Jeff Nobody it, gives a it, fuck.
1: Who hired these tag teams? WWE hired all the tag teams on the WWE roster.
0: WWE didn't hire the Briscoes. Listen, I saw the Briscoes. I'm pretty sure that I got sick by watching the Briscoes. I'm,
1: on the I WWE I, roster, and by the way, they, they did were not very Briscoe.
0: They th- listen; those were the original Briscoes. But listen, you watch a Briscoes match, and Jesus Christ, I swear to God, I'm pretty sure you. I either got COVID from watching a, the Briscoes match, or GCW.
1: I'm going with GCW on that
0: one. Probably, I hate the Indies. I'm I'm done after WrestleMania weekend. I'm done with the Indies, except Even for for glory even house of glory. I'm done with it. I'm done with all of it. I don't want to be seen with with re- indie wrestling fans. It's just I I feel like I'm I'm at a much higher level than 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 going there. It's just it's trash. Watching a wrestling match with the invisible fucking man is fucking ridiculous. And then wait till we talk about this fucking Danhausen nonsense. Like you can't tell me that WWE is bullshit and then watch Danhausen put a curse on William Regal. It's fucking dumb.
1: The hypocrisy dumb. of AEW fans, uh, you know, or not, or non-WWE fans, is ridiculous. And and there's hypocrisy on the other side too. No, you're you're absolutely right about that. You 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 can't accept Danhausen and then think other things are stupid. You can't say Tony Storm was right to you know to walk out because she had pie in her face, and then think Nyla Rose getting pie in her face that was fun. I, I mean, it's it's the same shit. You can't you can't still be criticizing the crucifixion of uh, the big boss man 20-something years ago, but then think what was done f- Friday night was okay. Either don't be offended by any of it or be offended by all of it. Either call it all sports entertainment or call none of it sports. The, the problem is is the inconsistency, but that's sort of uh, endemic in our society. But I, I agree. Like I think I'm consistent. I, I can tolerate a little bit. I was not particularly offended by the, the big boss man being, you know, crucified. I was, was, I shocked by it? Yes, it was supposed to shock me. Was I shocked when Negan killed three guys with a club and The Walking Dead? Yes, I was supposed to be. That, that's, the, that's the purpose. That's <laughs> how you have bad guys, and you still remember 20-something years later. Um, you know, so did I think, well, I don't want to get too ahead of, ahead of it, because there's obviously a lot of things specifically on your mind. But so, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with you that hypocrisy is doping that people just realize mm-hmm. that all of professional wrestling is a mixed bag and you don't have to love everything about every promotion, even your favorite one. And you don't have to hate everything about every promotion, even the ones that, that are your least favorite that they all sort of play by the same playbook. And Lord knows I watch more wrestling than most people do, because I know most of you motherfuckers align. When you say you watch new Japan or new Japan strong or NWA or MLW, because none of you know who any of these people are. You don't know who they are when they show up on AEW. You don't know their rappers <laughs> when they're on Dark. You don't know, I mean, you, you know, at least I admit what I don't know who someone is. You, you know, everyone says you love Minoru Suzuki's song. It took him four appearances before you, you know, you even got a crowd to sing along with those last four words. Who gives a fuck what those last four words are? It's not even a catchy song.
0: Um, Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I said. Jeff, wow. I agree.
1: Fake and lie about that Like, what is, what is clout chasing about being a professional wrestling fan? You, if you're a professional wrestling fan, you like the most lowbrow form of entertainment practically on earth.
0: That's right. That's right, Jeff. We like to be entertained, whether that means finishing a match with a mouse trap or a clean finish.
1: If it's well done, if it's well done, it's well done.
0: Or if, if it's, it's really done, poorly money. done, or if it's if it's a twenty four seven title chase and a double wedding on Monday Night Raw, I'm so excited about this. Okay,
1: the twenty four seven thing most of the time is crap, but I but this past week it ended with Tamina Snuka dragging Nick across a uh, across a bar countertop, like wet, old Western style. <laughs> so that i mean like battle royals i'm a sucker for someone being dragged across a, a bar top you yep. know thrown over and, and bottles crashing and, and glasses smashing so I, the payoff I, the payoff was worth it plus dana had some nice boobage going on
0: i like the visual of like everybody in the foreground and then nikki in the background just standing on the bar like hey guys don't forget about me I'm i'm still here hello that yeah, was but great.
1: She's in her superhero pose. Even when she was being dragged <laughs> across the counter, she was in like a superhero flying. pose. It's right. 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 so that. fucking ridiculous. It's great. But, but listen, I agree that there's people on the roster who can be future endeavored. And Nikki Cross is definitely near the top of that list. Nah, that nah. doesn't, that doesn't mean that, that, that they don't need to supplement. I mean, again, you can have both things. There's no real need for Tazawa. You know, that doesn't He's really comedy.
0: To, what are you talking about? he's, not that
1: fine. That, 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 he's about no to get married so to wealthy. tamina i get it that, that doesn't mean that having morrison back wouldn't add something that doesn't mean that swerve wouldn't add something i'm, I'm just saying that there's that there's a hundred free agents you're telling me you couldn't find people out there if nothing else just to make the the, the shelton and cedric not feel like jokes or someone to beat up shelton and cedric whatever They'll they'll have somebody to
0: beat them up. Don't worry about them.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be the same people. Always, always, always. That's nah, nah,
0: nah. All right, Jeff. Let's let's finish up the the RK bro talk. The last thing I wanted to mention was was I am I am I the only one that saw this? Like on Monday night, you see the USO's attack riddle, and Randy's just a step behind. He misses it. Right? He misses protecting his partner. Smackdown. Know. The SmackDown episode ends right. Riddle wins the match. The Usos hightail it. Randy and Riddle jump on the turnbuckles to pose. The Usos come back and they super kick Riddle, and again, Randy missed the step. He missed it. Mm-hmm. Are we so, watching? Are we? Are we seeing the seeds planted for Riddle's eventual turn on Randy Orton?
1: Maybe. I mean, you know, you, you know that the, the the f word with Randy Orton is front, and so. It's entirely possible. I mean, people keep wanting that. I don't really see any need for it, but it would be the only way to end this story with the Usos keeping it without someone being pissed. And you know, I mean, listen, SummerSlam is just right around the corner, and you know, the culmination of that feud makes sense uh, there. I, you know, or Hell in a Cell even. So, you
0: know, maybe I, I'm not sure. I, I we've got a lot of big big matches coming up. I mean, they've got a big i think they've got a big stadium show money in the bank is like in a stadium and that's in july
1: yeah they've got like stadium.
0: they've got like four back to back to back stadium shows now that they've added this cardiff show we'll get into that in a little bit as well yeah.
1: isn't the isn't the money in the bank show at
0: allegiant stadium isn't that where isn't that where the jacksonville Jaguars play no allegiant Shit, Alleg- oh no maybe you're right no allegiant stadium is the one in vegas that's the one that they just did um, SummerSlam last year. Are they doing money in the back there?
1: I, I don't know. But yeah, Cardiff is the interesting story because they um, they had something called pre-registration. And in the first day, like 59,000 tickets were pre-registered, I guess, for sale. Um, I don't know if that's how much they put ready. I don't know what the seating capacity is. Um, I'm not sure, but whatever it is, that that's a lot of. I guess I guess pre-registration as you put down a deposit, um, but that's a lot of tickets to sell in one day for you know it's not WrestleMania, but uh, it's this Cardiff, Wales, and yeah, it's in September. Um, one thing that that I noticed, and this is a fairly minor thing, but that since Cody is you know Cody sold the most T-shirts uh, in, in WWE for like you know you know this this period of time, uh, and I saw that on Monday Night Raw, Kevin Owens, despite being the heel. Was wearing a Dusty Rhodes shirt, and I'm pretty sure that's available for sale now. And that, and uh, you know that Cody owns that trademark, so I'm sure that you know part of the deal is that you know he and maybe his brother are getting some. Well, his brother probably gets out of Cody's cut, but uh, but also Brandy, um, who was left in you know sort of on the side. It's come out that she's been talking with some WWE executives about an on screen role.
0: Yes, tell me, tell me more. I like it. That's I love me tell. some Brandy
1: all i know but a shot of brandy maybe maybe coming soon and her show her show did get renewed now i don't know what it it's like on some cooking channel it's a small show but oh my god i want to watch it you should watch it you saw dvr by the way wwe WWE apparently is interested in buying the Bloodsport brand which is associated with gcw oh no Um, why would they buy that god awful trash trash Well, I don't know, but maybe it's because they want to have a R rated product
0: somewhere. Maybe it's to appeal Or to, maybe to they're bringing back uh, what was that uh, the the Moxley. one with the John. fuck that guy? <laughs> oh my god, Moxley! I am so fucking done with this guy, Moxley. Look, can, can I just rant on him for a second? That's all you ever do. Er, earlier this week in New York City, there was a guy that gave that 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 decided he was going to shoot up a train. And, and he goes to Brooklyn it's about an hour and a half from where I live
1: I don't know so what you're about to do but I was safe it's
0: a bad idea. no 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 it's a good idea I'm just telling you that, that I'm going to tie it all back to Moxley in a second and, and just so you d- in case you're international and you, d- you missed this story this guy this random guy Frank James jumps on a train and he shoots uh, uh, some people luckily nobody died injuries yes he puts on a gas mask and shoots a bunch of people you know who was the last person seen on wrestling television with a gas mask and gave zero fucks? John Moxley. Thank you very much. I rest my case. He's a he's he's an albatross to wrestling. He's a poor excuse for any type of wrestling uh, uh, character. This guy, they should just write him off television. He how how dare this guy show up to Carmella's wedding with a fucking Cincinnati T-shirt and a shitty, shitty pleather jacket? Uh,
1: he, he changed for the after party.
0: No, he didn't. That's bullshit. Where's the pictures of him in a tuxedo, Jeff?
1: I I kept them.
0: You're a fucking liar, Jeff. This man just—he's—he. He, everybody was criticizing Braun for wearing Crocs to a, a Alexa Bliss's wedding. Let let the real criticism. At least he Braun, at least Braun matched, right? He had a pink shirt that he when was he, obviously a size small in the Baby Gap, and and pink
1: costume,
0: and pink Crocs. You know Crocs. You look like you wear uh, Crocs. <laughs> I
1: have worn Crocs. I've, I've, you like I've you, Croc, you, I've, I've you Croc- like to live comfortably. Uh, I, I've Croc flip flops.
0: There you go. So would you show I'm, up to a wedding with Crocs?
1: Uh, no, I don't think Thank that you. I would.
0: All right, but I, don't, but, but
1: I don't control my own narrative.
0: But would you <laughs> see? That's another reason why it makes sense for Braun to do it. But Moxley, mm-hmm. he just shows up to 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 this wedding. In a fucking Cincinnati shirt, like, pick a better shirt first of all. Cincinnati is a trash city. We all what we if we've discussed he gets this.
1: Lost, and he doesn't know where he is, so they know where to look. That's
0: probably, you know what? That's a good 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 reason, uh, Jeff. That's probably why he wears a Cincinnati shirt, right, and it's probably he
1: probably sewed his name into
0: the back and, and his home he, address, so that way again, if he's
1: on the label, and they know on the front of Cincinnati, so you know if, if you find this lost man, <laughs> get him <them> here. <laughs>
0: exactly that makes perfect sense thank you jeff no problem jeff let's continue with our wwe stuff sonia deville got a lot of heat this week because she apparently booked herself storyline wise but again i guess the booking of her booking herself into the title picture was upsetting to a lot of people i don't know why um they 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 feel like bianca's better than this bianca's better than Sonya deville she- jeff and which is why she's going to win the feud. I mean, the, her first challenger shouldn't really
1: be a challenge. I saw,
0: say, I saw somebody on Twitter say, I saw somebody on Twitter say, Sonia Deville has attacked more black people in the last month and a half than diabetes.
1: Ouch. Uh, <laughs> but yet that's still less than Tony Khan
0: oh yes this is true we'll get to sammy guevara beating scorpio sky in a little bit um <laughs> jeff why is everybody getting upset about sony deville like sony deville hasn't paid her dues she can't go in the ring she can't i have, I
1: have no idea this,
0: this is, is a wrestling storyline like
1: abuse of power she just i mean the way she set it up was fine i, I don't know why she's not gonna win people i mean of course, Bianca's going to win this. I, I, you know, I, it's, it's just silly. I, people just get upset just to get upset. This is like being upset about Cody facing The Miz. I mean, they, they think Cody's too good for The Miz. They think they're, Bianca's too good for Sonya. It's a story. Sonya cheated. She tricked her into it. She's going to try to use every advantage. And Bianca's going to overcome. Big deal. I mean, this is dumb.
0: Thank you. Thank you for saying, saying it that way. Because I, I feel I feel the same way. I feel like this is, again, this is going to get us to Rhea versus Bianca. But, again, Rhea's in her own stuff, right? right. Rhea's either, she, Rhea's in the middle of the tag team championships, plus a little bit dissension of, is she with Liv? Is she not? Is she going to join this Edge faction? Are lovers? Are they going to send me pictures? Oh, my God, yes. If, if Please, you know, as if a this, podcast this partner. May, this
1: may turn my entire position on Liv Morgan around if she would just change her position.
0: Oh my god, wow. This is a Hammerlock hangover exclusive.
1: I doubt it's an exclusive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Jeff, let's talk about these thoughts on recent NXT call-ups. You know, you seem to be very uh riled up about Raquel Gonzalez Gonzalez slash Rodriguez. What are your thoughts on Raquel ever since she's been called up to SmackDown?
1: Listen my i'm not riled up about it and my riled up position as you put it is the same as it's been in nxt but her wardrobe is atrocious she like i she i, I don't know any way to say it other than say it but like she's a she's a big statuesque woman in, in big in good shape and she has like little like pencil nub boobies and but she insists on wearing like the smallest tops possible and i know that body positive and body shape i'm i'm not against her body just wear more clothes just like put on put on
0: bigger tops <laughs> i beg of you please wear more clothes so what what would what would satisfy you in this department should she be wearing like a toga um is,
1: you know how, like, what is what is
0: more clothes is it like Nia yeah. Jax's attire is it you know, what like, like Bianca's attire, like Bianca's tops. So, like a, like a, okay, like a one piece, like, but like your muscles are showing. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay, all right. I can Look see an athletic
1: that. top. It doesn't need to be the smallest sliver of fabric covering your smallest sliver of a boob. Right. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. But okay. this is this is this is a physical presentation television show. And if they all wrestle basically the same style, I mean, what's sh- what shouldn't set you apart is that a guy doesn't want to look at you because you're showing too much skin. I mean, that that I mean, we have to agree that that's like a bizarre take, you know, for me. It is.
0: Would you would you prefer her wearing old Braun Strowman uh,
1: outfits, like the the full military, uh, like short sleeve shirt? Yeah, that'd be.
0: Fine. <laughs> but she also comes out in crocs matching crocs to match her top
1: care. don't care about her footwear
0: oh okay all right here you go raquel if you're listening i think you should come out in crocs yeah jeff would approve
1: i mean i think that they made champa look like a like he was a confused kindergartner on raw but you know that's what they do i think they, they could have made that more funny when you know kevin owens is going I've known Elias for years. This is there's no Ezekiel. This is Elias. And Champa should have said, I've known Elias as long as you have. I've known you as long as 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 he's known you and this is clearly not Elias it's Ezekiel. What's wrong with you? I mean, that would have been good. That, that it would not have made him look like some daft kid who was starstruck to be up there.
0: <laughs> I love that Ezekiel Elias thing. I love it.
1: I, I'm the only I, listen, I was the one who said give it a chance it's cracking me up. I, I sort of like it and I still sort of like it.
0: I can't wait till they figure out a way to put them both in a match at the same time.
1: Okay, so let me let me rant a little bit about <laughs> Jimmy T, my other sometimes wrestling tag team partner, who okay. does, who insists on doing Monday Night Machismo this week on the PWC. So, I'm talking about how there's a picture going around of Elias and Ezekiel together. And so it's clear, it's proof that they're they're not one and the same. And Jimmy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, have you heard the internet controversy around, that, around them this week? I go, what internet controversy? He's like, well, that there's proof that they're not the same person. I'm like, what proof are you talking about? He's like, well, there's a photo of them together. I'm like, you mean the photograph I've just been talking about? He's like, uh. I'm like, the least I want is a podcast co-host that listens, minimally listens to what I'm saying.
0: I'm sorry, did you say something?
1: Nothing, like <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing at
0: all. Jeff, um, earlier we were talking about um, where these major uh, WWE shows are going to be at. And um, let me just run it down again. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, WrestleMania Backlash is happening in Providence, Rhode Island. That's a regular arena show. Sure. June 5th is Hell in a Cell. That's happening in Chicago. Again, regular arena show. Then we have Saturday July 2nd Money in the Bank Ve- in the bank at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Saturday July 30th, you have SummerSlam. Oddly, SummerSlam is not in August. Um that show is in Nashville. Um I forget which stadium that is, but it well, it's is It's got to be
1: the Titans Stadium, right? Huh?
0: Correct. Uh Nashville's. Wherever they right, play. Right, 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 right,
1: right. I mean, I'm sure it's like, you know, you know, uh car warranty car shield woo field
0: <laughs> wuchu field <laughs> it's the wuchu field house
1: <laughs> Ro- roman ed
0: <laughs> um acknowledge me and my eruptions? how do they not how do they not i mean i don't think roman would would ever roman reigns by the way would ever like co-sign to be that sponsor but how do you not put those two and two together? How do you not go to like Nick Khan and go, Nick, you've got Roman Reigns, his thing is acknowledge me, we're Roman ED pills, acknowledge ED. Come on, buddy. It's a match made in heaven.
1: Listen, they could work with you, go. As the tribal chief, I obviously don't need any help in the bedroom, but that doesn't mean that you should be ashamed if you do. If you want confidential, secure, and reliable help, think about me. Roman ED. Just go online, get a confidential consultation with a licensed physician. Privacy is maintained and they'll ship the stuff right to your house and become the head of your table once again. And your wife, your your partner will acknowledge you. It's easy. Amazing. I'm not even a marketing executive. I gave this no more thought than we just discussed.
0: How, how, How are you not? You should be know. With, the, with that that type of clear, savvy and wit. So okay, so Saturday.
1: Can we tell the audience that you paused it for 17 hours so I could come up with that?
0: <laughs> Shh, No, right. the, the magic stays alive. Um, so, yeah. Jeff. Still real to me. So, Saturday, July 2nd, we got a big show. Saturday, July 30th, we got a big show. Then we skip August altogether for now. And September third, the Saturday or Sunday, September fourth, again we don't know, is possibly this um, Cardiff show again, another big stadium show. And October is TBA, but people are now saying that's another show in Saudi Arabia.
1: You want to be Sunday the fourth is probably the Sunday before Labor Day, which I'm sure is not a holiday in Britain. So, um, so that might be a smart move
0: agreed but i mean you've got three back like again three back-to-back no maybe possibly four right because again if you have that saudi arabia show in october you have four back-to-back-to-back shows you're supposed to have survivor series saturday november 26th in boston i'm assuming that's an arena show because you wouldn't really rent uh you know either um page uh what is it gillette stadium in in the the Patriots where the Patriots play, or you wouldn't rent out Fenway because November twenty sixth would probably be really oh, fucking cold, cold in, in Boston. Boston.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely going to be in, inside. Mm-hmm. It'll be wherever the Celtics play or the the Bruins.
0: And it's probably the I think they call it the Fleet Center. I can't remember what they call it. Um, but uh
1: not get that from here.
0: But yeah, um, listen, just past the uh, car near the yard. <laughs> they're going to have they're going to have it at the yard. Um Jeff, I don't know about you. I'm a stockholder. I'm excited about this fucking news. Like this is all money money money. My stock is going to go up. I'm excited.
1: Well, you're I don't need Roman. Now, so that's because good. I've
0: got WWE stock.
1: That's
0: good. To get me hard.
1: Good, that's great. That's awesome. Well, then you should be happy with the WrestleMania uh statistics uh comparing favorably actually Better love than the it, Super Bowl, uh, 40, 40% more hits on things like YouTube and Twitter and impressions and whatever the hell they count. But whatever it is, when you can compare yourself to the Super Bowl and your numbers are bigger, two nights or otherwise, I don't give a damn. The fact that any wrestling card comes anywhere near a Super Bowl is, is, and exceeds it is amazing. And apparently, uh, um, according to Paul Heyman, uh, WrestleMania performed 58% better this year over last year on Peacock. Uh, I sort of remember that they said that, that last year on Peacock they did about, I think, like four million people between three and four pe- million people watch. So I guess that would mean this would be
0: four, 20,000 people,
1: yeah, four and a half to five and a quarter, something like that. 20,000,
0: Yeah, yeah so, 20,000
1: so 20, 20, 20, million,
0: 20, you're right, 20,000
1: million. So that's, so congratulations to those folks uh, and congratulations left. to me and congratulations to Alexa Bliss and Carmella both got
0: married no congratulations to Corey Graves you son of a bitch um, what about uh, Ryan uh, what's his face Ryan what's his name Ryan Reynolds? Patrick no Ryan? No, not Ryan Reynolds she didn't marry Ryan Reynolds Ryan Ryan Satin no she didn't marry <laughs> <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he propose <laughs> it to Dave and Buster's he, something like that. I think it was a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I think it was David. <laughs> it, was a, it was a Papa John's. What a goose. Um, Jeff, more thoughts on recent call, NXT call-ups. What about Gunter? Gunter and his, Marcel Bartel is now Ludwig Kaiser.
1: Right. Well, Kaiser, for those of the uninitiated, before you start saying, the Kaiser, he, he started World War I. A uh, big controversy. Yeah, Kaiser is is the same Is Caesar. It's, it's just the German version of Caesar, just like Tsar is the Russian version of Caesar. So it's, 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 a, it's a perfectly good title for a bad guy. Um, I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be Fabian Eichner who was going to come up with him, not not uh, Marcel Bartel. But as far as the name is concerned, don't care. It's fine. And by the way, I fully, you know, I would fully expect, you know, Ludwig to be dropped at some point and just be Kaiser because that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, that's fine. And and La Knight is apparently coming up uh, in like a managerial role, probably the one that they had earmarked for Adam Cole. It looks like he might he's going to be paired with Mace. They they tested that out on a uh, I think on a house show uh, before SmackDown or after SmackDown or main event something. But uh, rumor is or word is that it's going to be like it, it's not going to be like a manager like Bobby Heenan. It's going to be more like how Roddy Piper was in the '80s, where he had Orndor- Orndorff and Bob Orton and himself, so he also wrestled and managed, so everybody shouldn't freak out. I have no issue with this, and something for Mace, who's a big guy who does look like he's got a lot of the tools, and I don't know, let's see how the LA Knight can talk, and, I'm, and he's, you know, 39, so long overdue to be on the main roster, and uh, listen, I predicted him to be a breakout star two years in a row, one, about the halfway point, I looked right, the second half, not so much, but it, it looks like it's happening, so good for him good for all of them
0: i'm really going to be interested to see how they book la Knight on either raw or smackdown wherever they debut him with mace Mm -hmm. um and it looks like it might be mace not might not be the only guy looks like he might be he might manage a stable um i'm very interested to see within the first 90 days if he's more over with the wwe fans than adam cole is doing in aew um Oh, he absolutely will be. I mean, because yeah, he's better. But well, I'm
1: I'm completely biased. But I don't know. I think. I mean, listen. I'm, there's things I'm concerned about. Like I, uh, you know, I'm not concerned about Leah because I, I don't think that you know she's any good. But I am concerned about Zia Lee. Zia Lee. I don't see her anywhere, and she's great. No, um, she's you, she's
0: great. I think what's there's there needs to be like a reboot. I think they need to move her to Raw.
1: Maybe to do what? I mean, I think that Io Shirai probably will be coming up. They they haven't really mentioned her on NXT in a bit, so that's usually
0: E. Or Shiraya has no business being on the main roster. There's nothing for her.
1: There's there I could make things for her. Don't worry.
0: Um, and I'm the,
1: worried. Okay. And Drew Gulak is now a ring is now an interviewer, and Charlotte made him submit like like a little bitch. Actually, it was a pretty good segment. I actually, I actually liked it. I, I liked it how she attacked him from behind and then put him in the figure A twice, and he. And
0: she made him say, I quit. I really liked it only because I was like, oh my God, Drew Gulak. Look, see, you could get released and still get hired. He didn't get released. What? I'm yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he got released, Jeff. Yeah. Where's he been? He hasn't been doing anything. I'm pretty sure he was released and then they rehired him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> one, so, last one, yeah. one last name. Hold on, Jeff. One last yeah. name. It's not, I know this is not an NXT call-up, but... She has redebuted after WrestleMania. She's been away because she gave birth to uh her and Ric Flair's baby. And I'm talking about Lacey Evans. So crazy. Um Lacey <laughs> Lacey Evans comes back with a with a new gimmick. She's not the sassy Southern Belle. She is now ODB. Jeff, she, what what is what is going on with this gimmick? Who who is she supposed to be? Sergeant Slaughter?
1: Apparently she just lived Morgan from an abusive family not just a poor family. Remember when lived did her whole little like my life was hard and my we were poor and
0: Oh like, yeah yeah, I I remember that. She said man. She said feel bad for me. I live I, I grew up in New Jersey. Right, something <laughs> like that.
1: So yeah, I, listen. Her real life is the right direction for her repackaging but these promos and this vignettes, I mean, she's a marine, she's been she's been a, a member of SWAT. I mean, she's not coming off as the confident badass. She's, she's coming off as "Eh, I'm going to try really. I mean, basically it's almost Nikki Ash, except not almost a superhero. It's just like, I'm, I'm almost tough. It's like, I'm no better than them, but they're not better than me. Ooh, that's so, that's, that's so (laughs) inspirational. Um, I don't know. A lot
0: of people are are saying that it's hitting right. A lot of people that have been very critical of Lacey Evans in the past, I feel are behind this new uh, lacey evans 2.0
1: okay listen i she has the right look i mean she's beautiful she's sexy she's big she's muscular she's got the she's got the legit background to make you believe that she's but can
0: can you see her in her camouflage
1: (laughs) well she only wears camouflage on the bottom so i I only see a disembodied torso (laughs) um but yeah um but speaking of of you can be released and be rehired uh, last week on SmackDown, Arya Divari, not Sean, Arya, and Curtis Axel, or the, you know, Kurt Hennings' kid, Joe Hennig, uh, tried out as producers for last week's SmackDown. I ha- haven't heard anything about that since, but uh, good luck to those gentlemen. Hopefully that they are out of limbo and Arya Divari is uh, not going to have to book himself on Places like New Japan Strong and NWA and other crappy indies that don't pay ship and MLW and whatever, and then he can have a nice steady producer job. Um speaking You know of what Gre- I really
0: liked you know what I where I really liked Arya was uh when she was in Game of Thrones.
1: No, that was great. She was a badass. Yeah, like when great. when Sasha first saw her sparring with uh Brienne of Tarth and realized oh my God, my sister's a total badass. What the fuck? That, that's right. That was really yeah. hot. Yeah, that was. No, it wasn't hot. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, they really missed the boat on the casting with Arya. I mean, she was great at her character, but at some point she was supposed to come, like, Road to be, like, hot and sexy, and, like, this, the, the screenwriters just couldn't, they, they stuck with that instead of realizing that she was, and then just, like, avoiding that whole thing.
0: Yeah, they should have casted her as a young Middle Eastern guy.
1: No, they, they, they should have no it was fine with the casting they just sort of left out that part of the story i mean she says i mean like in episode one she's like i'm no lady i'll never be a lady that's what they should have kept it with <sighs> all right so the last thing that i have <laughs> as far as wwe related news is that the undertaker apparently will be doing a podcast so more competition steve
0: listen you can call it competition but listen people rather w- listen to us for two and a half hours than watch his entrance for two and a half hours so i guarantee you that that's all that that podcast is going to be is going to be like a that two hour topic. entrance and then 30 30 minutes of him going back in my day Talk the young the VPs. young kids didn't play video games they soft nowadays cool all right <laughs> um so that's awesome
1: all right. well i mean jeff i've got
0: i got some other stuff uh some other aid uh, some other wwe news and then we can talk about AEW. Ooh. um we've got tony storm tony storm was interviewed this week on busted open radio and she mentioned that she was asked what are your thoughts on leaving wwe and she said well quite frankly i missed going home it's been about four years since getting into nxt and being called up and that stuff and covid and i missed australia i wanted to go home i was just burnt out and that was it and she was very thankful said she was very thankful for her time in wwe but really it was just burnt out and she just had to go home jeff do you buy this i mean as far as i know i mean i saw
1: pictures of her a few days after on beaches in florida and then opening an Oling fans so as far as i know she never did make it home to, to to australia but okay so she lost her mind and she had a case of homesickness it's really no excuse to to leave a job um but she got released she got paid for 90 days frankly she should have forfeited that money um in in my view because that's you know what her and jeff hardy did you know you shouldn't get paid for it but like i guess what's good for the goose is good for the gander so contracts a contract uh so i guess i have to live with that but whatever listen I don't think what she's doing AEW makes any sense. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit, but she, well, let's just talk about it because it's not even that important. Because she's all she's doing is, is she's had one match with stunk, uh, and then she's been in these promos, these interview segments with Jamie Hader, where Tony Schiavone starts up by saying, "Thank you, ladies, for agreeing for, to no physicality," but there's no history on AEW of them being physically touch. There's no scenes of them. Bumping into each other and having like cat fights in the back or, or tearing through catering. They're not even showing some history like on the indies or or in Australia or in in the UK like like this bad blood where they they have to have this agreement to not have hostility. So it makes no sense. And they've done the same thing twice. And whatever it is that made Tony Storm special to some people, her ass is gone. <laughs> so, oh, I, so I so I don't understand what's going on with that whole thing. But um, yeah whatever that's that but yeah uh the the, the tony storm thing i mean basically she admitted that she lost a freaking mind and if you <laughs> part, you you lose your your chances are you going to lose your mind again so listen hopefully the the workload at aw is light enough that she doesn't lose her mind and she can make the living that she needs uh you know i ever since the her OnlyFans started, and like you know, she got a lot of money that first day or that first week. I haven't heard anything since. No, nobody's been talking about if those numbers have increased or de- decreased. Um, no one's looked into it. I'm part of that no one, but I, I would what I would wager that a lot of those pledges bounce. a lot of those credit cards were were uh, back charged, and that whatever the overall numbers are, that they're a lot lower than, than they were before
0: well only time will tell jeff jeff let's talk about another um scam and that's live morgan apparently there's a live morgan scam that is hitting the internet um apparently live tweeted out early saturday afternoon that she was very distraught at the news that somebody would sell their house because they were the person selling the house was under the belief that live morgan contacted them and this fake live morgan needed money so badly that this guy needed to sell his house to then give fake live morgan this money
1: okay well let's clarify this a little bit first go of ahead, all ahead. he sold his mother's house under the power of attorney that she gave him stupidly um because obviously someone who's dumb doesn't own a house certainly not <laughs> Um, folks, this is a really, really old scam that somebody pretends to be a famous person and starts contacting
0: people and saying, I need money.
1: Famous people don't need money from you, uh, especially famous people that you know are doing well now. If you know that there's a famous person that's hard on your luck, it's probably still not them. Um, but whatever it is, don't give money to anybody on the Internet, no matter who they say it is. This this is... but. You know this has happened before. This, this, I mean, it it happens all the time, especially with female wrestlers, because of the creepy men that will give money for them.
0: Oh, Jeff, hold on a second. We've got a phone call coming in. Oh, good. It's it's from our buddy. Last week she called the show, and she's calling in again. Hey guys, it's me. It's it's Sony. Jeff, I got a question for you, buddy. Do you happen to have this guy's phone number? I need him to sell another house for me. I need bail money again. Jeff? Yeah.
1: I do. It's it's toll-free, which is good news for you. It's yeah. what it's one eight hundred dumb guy.
0: Oh my god, thank you so much. I'm gonna call this guy right now. Also, yeah. Jeff, do you know any Nigerian princes that might need a you know sexual assistance?
1: I don't, but I do know an Afghani prince and I do know a Belarusian oligarch who's looking to get out. So
0: Okay, I'll call Tony Khan. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. I love your show. Great. I love Hammerlock Hangover. It's the best. Yeah. Listen we're to so it.
1: Happy that we're so happy that you may bail and are walking the streets. No, we're totally not.
0: I love you, too. But, uh, bye-bye, everybody. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's the police uh, coming got after pulled, her again. <laughs> she, got,
1: she got pulled over again? Oh, that was quick. <laughs> oh, wow. well. It's, it's probably best because she's going to learn that those that number wasn't... That's actually not the guy's number. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jeff, that was it. That was a riot. Um, well, she shouldn't be jogging anyway. <laughs> um, other WWE news: Sasha says she wants Goldust. Oh, God. Sasha lost credit here with me. In a recent interview, she said, besides Cody being back, that she's very excited about Cody being back. She wants to see Dustin come back as Goldust. She wants Ruby Riot back, and she wants John Moxley. Well. Good news for you, Sasha. You're probably
1: going to get all three of those things at some point <laughs> or another.
0: Hopefully. Uh... One, probably
1: sooner. I mean, listen. Moxley's contract ends next month, and let's let's take your bias aside. I think it's very interesting that most of the other big names re-signed, signed extensions, at least in through to, through 2024, with the exception of Cody, and we know what happened with him. Uh you know, I wouldn't read too much into it, but I'm going to read just enough that, that I think that it is noteworthy that Moxley hasn't signed an extension. Um, and he's in the middle of a story, however stupid I think putting the gas behind Wheel of Yuta is, and however wasteful I think having Brian, Moxley, and uh, Regal in the world's most expensive dumb gimmick team uh, to build a faction that will never be good uh, idea is. They are in the middle of it, and it's it's sort of a uh, a good time to be renegotiating now. People say he loves doing the indies and US. Yes, he did, but he did it for three years, and maybe he got it out of his system. Maybe now you know he's got a child, and maybe now Renee is like, okay, I'm tired of seeing you bleed. I you know you got MRSA once. I don't need you to be getting MRSA again. I don't need you flying back and forth to Japan. There's a pandemic. There's variants. You could be trapped in Japan for months. You know, I'm not interested. Well, you know, I know you weren't particularly happy there at WWE, but who cares? Get, get your five, get your four and a half million dollars a year from them, and and feud with the people in the Shield.
0: WWE, they'll treat know, you like four, $4 million dollars. They
1: absolutely
0: w- won't. no, they won't. They won't. Who, ne- who are they negotiating with? Tony Khan, please. You're- they're not giving him four four million dollars. You do
1: understand that that slot mid to top card guys are slotted between three and five million a year that's that's the range I understand
0: they're not giving, but they're not giving you them John anything. Moxley he yes, was a disgruntled degenerate so was Cody Rhodes no he wasn't Cody Rhodes was a class act he left he said Vince I don't want to be stardust and he said "Fuck you you're stardust and he said okay sir I'm just gonna wait this out and he waited it out and he left and he and he didn't say he didn't even say anything negative about WWE when he left it, that's all he's been saying.
1: He's been, he's that, been that, saying that's John. TV. No,
0: you're getting confused with John Moxley. Moxley was the one that decided to burn every fucking bridge out of WWEville. Oh, please.
1: Co- Cody was taking shots at them every week on primetime television. Moxley wrote a book that nobody read. Listen, WWE would love even read to it, have the, the, the Shield members back. This would be an enormous PR coup for them, regardless of what you think. Anyway, it's, no the shield. it's something to watch. No one's beyond the shield, but at some point, because Roman at the top is unsustainable forever. Blasphemy! Me. I mean, you right know? now he can't wrestle because of a bum shoulder. So, I mean, you you ha- always have to have. You can't have all your eggs in one basket. Again, that's right, no, and,
0: and that's why you have Seth Rollins.
1: Seth Rollins is a, is a zero. What? He's a he's a he's a bench player. He's he's Paul. What? O'Neal. He's Paul O'Neill
0: oh my god
1: he's not paul is a
0: hall of fame paul o'neill is a, he-
1: a hall of famer fine he's yeah and seth rollins will be a hall of famer too but he's not your top guy he's he's your he's your role player no no
0: no, no. Uh, dean ambrose is a hall of famer john moxley is not a hall of famer okay enough we're moving on um last thing in wwe news jeff this came out late was uh, friday uh part of saturday um apparently vince mcmahon has sent out a memo stating that he doesn't want any indie talent to have their own names and so now everybody in nxt that had their indie name or their actual name has to change it and so this has already impacted casey cantazaro whose real name is casey cantazaro And also Kaylee Ray um, because she wrestled in the Indies as Kaylee Ray. That's also why they
1: changed Walter's name because he wrestled in the Indies
0: as Walter. And also because nobody badass is named Walter. That's it. You're no tough Walters. Casey Contezaro, her new name is now Katana Chance. Already more interesting. And Kaylee Ray's name is going to be... Caden Carter. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you like that joke. I got you to chuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaylee Ray's name is now going to be Alba Fire. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That's bad. Alba I, Fire. Yeah, I'm going
0: to say this only once. Sky Blue was better than that. Ooh. Hey, they should probably just change her to Sky Blue. Alba Fire, like, listen... Albafire does sound like a really shitty name. But so was Rocky Mayavi. Rocky Mayavi was a shitty name too. Do you know what's a worse name than Rocky Mayavi? Dwayne Johnson. Every time I see that in a movie theater, like I went to go see the Sonic 2 movie over the weekend. And alone. There was No, I went with my kids. Why? And so there was a preview for this Super Pets cartoon movie that's coming out. And Dwayne Johnson is the voice of Crypto the Superdog. Of course. And in in big letters it says, Dwayne Johnson. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, c- I can't believe that Dwayne Johnson is a Hollywood star. Like, that fucking name.
1: No, Dwayne no, he's, Johnson. He's the biggest Hollywood star.
0: I know. Can you believe that? Like, so let's not just shit. I know everybody's going to shit on Alba Fire, but listen. Alba Fire is not as shitty a fucking name as Dwayne Johnson. And look at what Dwayne Johnson was able to do with his fucking name.
1: Okay. Good one. Um, Thank you. I, I don't know why this is news. I don't know why people are surprised. They, WWE, one of their primary businesses is intellectual property. Um, which, by the way... Uh, it's something that they sell to their corporate partners and to their broadcast partners that we have a lot of exclusive IP, uh, you know, and if we make a star, they can't take their name with them. Um, but also, you know, something like Comcast Universal. You ever been to Universal Park in, in Orlando? Yeah, they, they are entirely reliant upon other IP. In fact, they have the Marvel Universe there, which is part of Disney. So at some point that's going to be revoked once that contract is up. They're gonna have to pay through those to keep it. They have Harry Potter that's there, which is you know owned by somebody else, I'm sure. Um, they've got The Simpsons, you know, they, they don't have any of their own property or, or very little. I mean, so WWE would be a, a fairly attractive, you know, replacement for one of those items. And you, you know, you can have plenty of you know those interactive games where you're in a wrestling ring or you're WrestleMania,
0: or something I don't know, restaurants, whatever. I you mean, I know. What you want to go? To, you want to get on the Alba Fire roller coaster? Um, you
1: could it could be the Alba, it could be Alba Fire Volcano on the roller coaster ride. Oh, what
0: if if they had like you know, like back in um Alba Fire, 90s, or you'll be on fire. <laughs> you know, that out, Al- <laughs> you know, that WWE had their own restaurant, WWE New York, back in the late 90s and early aughts.
1: Yeah, they wanted the franchise. They they had changed, but they were not I, I
0: love I loved watching Monday Night Raw there. You could get like a big old bucket of wings and 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 beer. It was fantastic. Um, they had like the 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 gimmicky uh, menu items. Mm-hmm. Jeff, what would Alba Fire uh, have as a gimmick? Like Alba, Alba Fire.
1: Fire um, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, spicy wings. Mm. Right.
0: Okay. okay. Spicy bangers about, and mash. What about katana chance?
1: Katana chance? Hibachi. We choose the protein.
0: <laughs> Let <laughs> us know about any food allergies first. Lettuce. And they spell it L E T T U C. us entertain you.
1: Sports entertain, <laughs> that is.
0: <laughs> We've entered the corny hour of, of the show. Yeah. We All
1: right. Jokes.
0: Speaking of Jeff speaking of Cordy, let's yes, talk course, about yes, AEW. It's not worth it to steal cars anymore. Oh no. Jeff, let's talk about AEW. Yeah. Um rough week for Tony Khan. Um it starts or, off or Tony
1: Khan calls it a week.
0: <laughs> you, right. Um to, I don't know where to start with Tony Khan. He's a fucking mess. Last week, after we drop our show. I think it was Friday because it's always right before Rampage. Mm-hmm. He decides to go on some some Twitter Twitter onslaught, and this one takes the cake. He starts tweeting about some ridiculous uh, nonsense about Twitter bots. It's even better. He goes, he goes. An independent study
1: has has, has found out that that most of the staunch anti AEW Twitter accounts. Are run by bots. Who do you think would benefit from such an expensive under endeavor? Can you imagine or something ridiculous like that? As it, as it turns out, he commissioned the the study. That's not independent, and he didn't even release the results of the study. It's just he's saying it. So I mean,
0: I don't even believe there was a study, Jeff.
1: I don't believe so either. And and, and I mean, I don't even think there's bots because I don't think WWE gives two shits about Twitter.
0: <laughs> well they don't they certainly don't give a shit about uh aw that's for sure
1: i think they do give a shit about aw but they wouldn't i mean this is not this is not the election this this is this this, <laughs> this is not the election this, 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 is, this is this is not what they're this is not what they're fired up about they're they the things that they would that they would spend money on like social media campaigns about would would be to get people to watch their shows. Would get people to subscribe to Peacock. Would get people to vote for candidates who are going to give tax benefits if you hold live events in their states. I mean, that that's that's what they're going to think about. They ain't doing this shit. No no one's doing this shit. And like, we all know who most of the accounts are, and they're definitely not bots. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, this this is, this was just crazy, and you know, and of course. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about, it, but cocaine is a hell of a drug. Um, and Without a doubt, the best part of this was that Becky and believe it or not, Adam Share actually, you know, did pretty good parodies of his tweet. Um, and shout out to uh, a track uh, Dick Dastardly for getting into Twitter beef with Braun uh, Strowman and Adam Share. But yeah. Um, but yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, go check out the Twitter history for. Becky Lynch and uh, uh, and Adam Shear uh, related
0: to the bots. It's it's actually pretty funny. Um, oh my god! Like he's he's out of control with this nonsense. Like nobody gives a fuck, and the, the, there's not that many bots. Like no. this is not Russian uh, conspiracy theory.
1: Right. This is wrestling. You don't need to beg people to retweet. You don't need to jimmy the system. It, it, the, the same people are, are doing. You know, we see the retweets. We see who it's, it, it it's people. You know, it, it's Jesse. It's Girl on Cinema. It's Cornette, It's Bischoff. It's it's Macho Beard. It's A.W. Botches, It's Russell Cringe. It's Gareth. It's JobberNation. I mean, we, we know who we know who they are on both on both sides of the aisle. I mean, it's.
0: I'm in, I'm impressed. You were able to rattle off that many people.
1: I am too. I mean, and don't forget
0: Big Daddy Cool. He likes to talk a lot of shit about AEW.
1: Yeah, the Big Daddy that, Cool hasn't
0: really been around very much. He hasn't. He he's very quiet. At least Big Daddy Cool, Big Daddy Cool was blocked by AEW.
1: Well, that, that apparently that's, that's, by that's my that's my I mean uh,
0: I mean his claim to fame. Right, his
1: claim to fame. <laughs> so there's some other stuff with good old Tony this week. So first of all. He's got another huge announcement coming up this this Wednesday night for Dynamite. So another huge announcement. The rumor is that it's going to be a super show, AEW and New Japan, one night in Chicago. I think the date is either June 23rd or September 23rd. It's, it's some one of those. It's in Chicago, so I'm sure people can line up the date. Probably half the audience knows the date, which, listen, it's a neat little event, but, I mean, it's it's obviously going to be 50-50 booking. No titles will change. Um, and if there's not more than one event, then, I mean, it's just an exhibition show. But, you know, AW fans like their exhibition. So, okay, that, that's fine. That's nice. Uh, but I did notice a couple of things related to New Japan, which I think, you know, maybe gives a little insight into this and, and just, just generally facts. One is that New Japan is working on visas to bring back their talent that's been stuck out of japan back to japan so new japan strong say goodbye to you know half your roster impact say goodbye to some of your people uh you know nwa and rocky romero's going all over the place you know Hmm. you know for you, you forget about all the gaijins you're you're going back to japan um i also wouldn't be surprised if if this wasn't the harbinger of closing up the new japan north american which would wrap up the New Japan Strong experiment. I know that I'm sort of going from ABC and I'm going straight to Y uh, with that one. I did see something that that got a little bit of play, but not nearly as much as I thought it would be, that AW is, or since all of New Japan Strong is like seven months old uh, from what's new, they participated with New Japan Strong. But kudos to Tony Khan for learning a thing or two from New Japan. Because he gave New Japan Strong the least he could do, which is what New Japan's generally done to him. Um, They gave them the factory. They gave him QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Nick Camarado uh, against, I think, Team Filthy, which is Tom Lawler. And it's either um, Rivera, which is who's Danny Limelight there, and um, Slice Boogie. No, it's not Slice Boogie. Uh, uh, Kratos (laughs) Jr. Or Royce Isaacson, there's a, there's a fourth guy who I always forget his name. Anyway, some, some combination of that team against the factory. So so there's a little AEW versus New Japan Strong, but I mean, I'm assuming this is this also happened seven months ago, like everything else on New Japan Strong that's airing now, um, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I was very interested in, in the visa issue with Japan and trying to get their, their folks back home. What else did Tony Khan do this week? Okay, so we had Dynamite. I actually thought it was a pretty enjoyable Dynamite. Yes, I can nitpick at plenty of things and lots of, you know, Ruby Riot still stinks. She was in a dopey match with, with twins that nobody ever heard of. Uh, and frankly, <laughs> they, they should have had the twins win uh, by, by using trickery and twin magic because Ruby Riot's doing nothing there. Um, you know, uh, Malachi Black is cutting promos about Fuego Del Sol, Fuego Del Sol. Shouldn't even be a concern. I mean, it, 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 he should be somewhere akin to stepping on a bug and being dis, and
0: and being upset that the the bug guts
1: is on the bottom of you, on the sole of your shoe.
0: Um, you know, I saw Fuego del Sol at WrestleCon, and mm-hmm. I was surprised at how big he is. Finish your joke. This is where you're supposed to say, "Really? Real? How big was he? Uh, not that big. He was just probably about four foot eight okay good job All right, was
1: yeah. um so yeah um so at the end there was samoa joe against minoru suzuki for the ring of honor tv championship the one ring of honor title samoa joe has never had minoru suzuki obviously flying back to japan he's he's done his wrestlemania jason mini tour and now he's going back home uh you know to get back start with new japan stuff so you knew what was going to happen let Joe have his moment. Listen, I've seen four Minoru Suzuki matches that I can remember. All of them are in the last calendar year. Most of you people who say you've been watching him for 30 years, you're lying. But those of you who have, I understand why you were excited for. You have 30 years of equity with him, and if you like that shit, you like that shit. As far as the four matches I've seen, this was by far the best. Japanese strong style is what it is. A lot of no selling, a lot of chopping and hitting in the center of the ring. Okay, very exciting. They're tough. But this, this match was good. It's exactly what I was expecting, so it delivered exactly what it was supposed to. Joe wins clean, a little bit abrupt, but he's the ring-around ring champion. Um, you have Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt sort of mocking him the whole time and then pretending they have a gift for him. It's an empty box, like Dick in a Box from Saturday Night Live, and Jay Lethal have, puts his hand through it and, and gives him the finger. Okay, uh, so clever, ha, ha, ha. Um, then the lights go out. And the lights go off for probably like 10 seconds. So AEW's done this again. And the only time it ever had a payoff was when it was Malachi Black's debut. So when the lights come back on, there's this giant Indian guy in the ring that nobody knows. Once again, nobody (laughs) knows him, so they don't get it. So maybe you think he's so big, people will get excited. No, they didn't. That's not... AEW crowds don't care about that. Anyway, so... They all attack Joe, blah, blah, blah. They beat him up, you know, and this guy, he's stiff as a board. He's worse than you Kali know,
0: he Yeah,
1: he's worse than Kali. He's far worse than Omos. He's yeah, he, he may be better than Shanky. Who knows? Who cares? Uh Shanky's a disgrace. But th- this was another, you know, th- th- this this was another dud. And so you think they would have learned their lesson. They didn't. This is Tony Khan booking. He should have ended with Joe having his moment. The, the, the card ends, cheers, tears yay. But because they're also, you know, I don't know, they're they're continuing this, whatever, it doesn't matter. There was like a million <laughs> ways they could have debuted this guy. I actually have another way. Remind me when I'm done with this little rant as to a way they could have debuted this guy in a sure, different sure. story that would have been better. Um, So Tony Khan says that he regrets the way it happened. Everything stops with him. You know, he, he's the filter for everything. But... So somebody with thirty years experience suggested, and everyone else at the production, no one at the production table uh, objected. So the buck stops with me, except when it's everyone else I can blame. So he like takes no accountability for anything, even though everything goes through him. Right, right. So he throws whoever. And thirty years experience. How many people could there be in the production meeting? Is he blaming Dean Malenko? Is it Christopher Daniels? I mean, who who's in these production meetings? I mean, you you could narrow it down to you know is it arn anderson i mean is is he even in production meetings
0: i wonder if it's you know they they recently hired pat buck a long time um yeah
1: a week after he wanted to spend more time with his family well he's like got home he goes this sucks
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he signs it with AEW. so, so uh, i wonder if it's pat family. buck that that what? is getting thrown under the bus here but just you know, my family. rough, rough week for for poor Tony. Tony mm-hmm. um, is getting criticized left and right for all kinds of things. Um, I certainly don't feel bad for him because no, you this d- is no, they're, Go
1: they're ahead. this was terrible. And this guy, apparently, it's Satnam Singh. His name. He was drafted by the NBA. I don't think he ever played. Um, oh, my alternate my ultimate booking for the guy. Listen, I know that they have him in the story for Ring of Honor, but this is really not particularly important. And that played out a little bit more on Rampage. And believe me, it was no more interesting um, on Rampage. And we'll get to that because so- somehow one hour, of, I'm sorry, Battle of the Belt, uh, somehow uh, two people got injured, uh, one of whom was not even a competitor uh, in, in the ring. Anyway, MJF is is wants a bounty on Wardlow he hires the butcher who's been presented as a as basically iron Mike sharp for the last two and a half years basically <laughs> basically a job or a loser a guy that's to a take good and you know and now all of a sudden we think that he's a challenge for Warlow that's who MJF's gonna pay why not do a deal with Sanjay Dutt give him the money and then all of a sudden you you you, you see something walk into the camera but it only makes it up to the middle of his chest and they scroll they stroll up you know, using that Godzilla cam to make him look like he's ten feet tall, and all of a sudden you see this monster, and that's how they did debut him. No shame in losing to Wardlow, and they they could have a stiff, slow match, and you know whatever it is, and you know Duck can interfere. Don't ruin Lethal, whatever. You know Duck gets tossed around as well, makes Wardlow look good, and but and it was like, holy shit, they're they're putting a seven foot three guy against Wardlow. I mean, that could be interesting. What they did wasn't interesting. Wrestling doesn't have to be hard. Um, so yeah, you know, there were two things, unless you know, you're
0: watching it, unless you're watching it with Roman,
1: <laughs> for Roman, you do right there. Were two things about uh WWE which are interesting that we didn't raise. One is that Paige appears on their active roster page again, page you know, Soraya Beavis Soraya. Um, Beavis, so you know, maybe she's coming back, maybe as a talking head for someone who knows. I hope so. And word broke today or yesterday that John Cena is expected to return to WWE uh, during the summer. So, so much for that. Uh, if you're with Warner Brothers, you're with AEW. Uh, I mean, we already discussed how silly that was last year, uh, but it's still silly. It's just not the way the world works. Um, so, yeah, Cena coming back this summer, so they will get a, a, a little Cena boost there. Um, so, all right. So, that said, I, you know, I actually... It was actually one of the dynamites I liked better this year. This, yeah, for a while. Um, but that match between Marina Shafir and Sky Blue was like five star classic. Uh, negative five star it was terrible. Oh, and, and, I mean, someone should have just told Sky Blue, just you're you're just going to get killed for ninety seconds and that's it. But Marina Shafir doesn't know how to wrestle, and like she applied her submission so badly, and then she's like she's moving her arm back and forth, but it's sideways in in a way where it, it's clear that she's applying no pressure to the arm at all. Like, it it should have been up and down, uh, you know, like she's going to break the shoulder, sort of how Pentagon used to break arms. It, like, Marina Shavir doesn't understand wrestling. Sky Blue didn't understand wrestling, or whoever booked it didn't understand wrestling, maybe all of them. But Marina Shavir, her only televised match, and she, you know, was terrible, and she's supposed to present it as a challenge to Jade. Ridiculous, bad buildup, the whole thing is bad and i mean i cannot believe that Roderick strong is her boyfriend or fiance or husband or whatever because i mean one thing's actually good as technical wrestling I and mean, he's boring as shit but he's a good technical wrestler and understands <laughs> it. you think something would have rubbed off this, this this was just i mean this was two minutes of terrible um there were other things i could gripe about but like i said the show basically entertained me but then came rampage which did not at all um yeah, yeah. It, it, you know again you've got c you, you start with cm punk versus penta um i'm not even sure if i have my show straight anymore i don't think so i think it was daniel bryan versus <laughs> oh no it was it was the it was the combat club but the cm punk versus penta match i mean as an exhibition match in theory it could have been interesting but cm punk keeps facing faces oh by the way he was challenged by dustin rhodes for this week's dynamite so he's facing another face so i i mean I don't know if he's supposed to be the the tweener or he's going to turn heel to face Hangman Page. Um, But, you know, this match wasn't even that good. You know, Penta's not that crisp a wrestler, but whatever it was, it took 30 minutes. And if you're trying to build... uh,
0: 30 minutes?
1: Yeah. If if you're trying to build CM Punk to challenge, you need to have him stop having all these 15-minute matches or longer with everybody. And... I, you know, I, I've given up on them trying to do anything with Penta. I mean, he, they changed his character, but it's there's no change in character. He just carries a shovel. His assistant has a different outfit. They don't use the shovels to interfere, and his wardrobe <laughs> is
0: slightly different. Nothing else no, is different. No, you know, you don't understand what, what Penta is going for. So a friend of mine asked me this question earlier in the week, and he goes, why is Penta now going as Penta Oscuro? Yes, why? Well, well Jeff. If I don't know how good your Spanish is, but Oscuro means dark, mm-hmm. and so Penta wants his fans to know where to find him, and that's also why he carries the shovel. Because if anybody that's been watching AEW re- will realize that Pentagon, since joining AEW, has been buried, and that's why he carries the shovel, and B his name is oscuro because all his fans are going hey penta where can i see you he goes oh mano you gotta watch me on aw dark you know oscuro so then he just put it into his name so that way you know where to find him um that's the story jeff that's that's the reason um
1: first of all you the audience can't see you but he was trying to hide his little joke, but I saw the little gleam in his eyes through the camera, so I knew exactly where he was going. But somehow he made it three times longer than it had to be. Um, very good, very clever, Steve. Good good job Thank on you.
0: that. It's not um, clever, this is his true story. Right. But yeah. And, told, when I saw Pentagon at WrestleCon, he looked at me and he goes, Salvame, which means save me.
1: Right. Good. Well, you didn't. Good job, Steve. Um, I'm trying, right. buddy. So Vince. Rampage, we had the combat club where Daniel Bryan got a rousing ovation. Willow Uta got crickets to a polite ovation. And Moxley, your favorite, got a rousing ovation. They were facing the gun club for reasons. Um, and Billy hold up, gun- hold up, hold
0: up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. The one match that we didn't discuss was last week's match on Rampage that apparently the whole wrestling universe was talking about. Right. How, that, how, how Utah was made. No, nobody, nobody was talking about this fucking match. Right um was it wheeler uter versus uter uter uter, uter. uterus uter wheeler uter uterus versus Jan moxley mm-hmm. and everybody's raving about this match it, it made U- wheeler yuda i don't get it i told oh, one God. of my friends if it didn't end with a mouse trap, it's <laughs> worthless and that's what I stand by. This, I don't give a fuck how much of a technical masterpiece this is. It's got John Moxley. He's not a technical ma- 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 master whatsoever. And Wheeler Uta, All right, fine. He can go in the ring. He can be you know technical. I saw him in for that pure wrestling championship match. He had no business beating Josh Woods. Right. And. I, listen, I think the guy's got talent, but he's not the fucking next coming of uh, Daniel Bryan. Let's be real; there's he's not nothing, there yet. Stop with no,
1: it. He'll never be there. There's nothing about him that says star. There's zero about him. Or that charisma?
0: Says star. He's got no charisma.
1: Well, charisma is part of star. I agree with you, Thank and you. and that's the thing is like, I think some people like to pretend that people are going to be stars because if that person can be a star, so can I. You know, they're too relatable. It's like every go- every golf club, everybody knows somebody that's just four strokes away from going pro. You know, it's relatable. Right, right. And no, I don't want my wrestlers to be relatable. I want my wrestlers to look like they came out of, like, you know, comic books or horror movies or something. They're totally unrelatable. Um, So I, it's a different kind of kid Attitude. Anyway, I, I'm i with you. I don't see anything in Wheel of Uter. And by the way, the Garland crowd didn't either because they they didn't react. I don't care what anyone says. They were two ovations that bookended a, a dud. Um, but they had Billy Gunn, who's 6'5, 280 pounds, get pinned by a man who's five foot seven, maybe 180 pounds. And it just looks stupid. And I don't know how long this is gonna last, but the one good thing about A.W., which is also a bad thing about them, is that they've had a lot of Wheel of Yudas in the past that they have forgotten about. Um, and you could, you know, I don't even know where to start the list, but you could talk about Dante Martin. You could talk about Darius Martin. You can talk about Lee Johnson. About you could uh, talk Butch about, Anderson. You could talk about Pineapple Pete. You can talk I pineapple you, 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 shit. You, yeah, I mean, you, you you can talk about Leo Rush. You can talk about Brian Pillman Jr. All of these people Brian who are going Cage. to be all these people who are going to be big stars, big young stars that they were going to build this company around that that you know just get forgotten a few weeks later. Joey so, Janela, Joe, that's fine too. That's a, that's one sunny kiss. You know, Cody t- t- tweeting about how he's got the strongest legs in in AEW. Yeah, I think that maybe Brian Cage may have something to say about that. But anyway, um, right? You know, you know the the what, what's the, the what's the little ball guy from uh, Dark Order? All the Dark Order, Alec, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. That's the big stars. I mean, there's just just there's just been a constant parade of who's going to be the next big thing, and and none of them are. So hopefully, Wheeler Yuta will fall by the Wade side, too. And it's nothing personal against him. It's just there's nothing. This This is for AEW's own good. Like you, you, you're putting the gas behind
0: the wrong guy when you have choices, um, right? And and this will lead me to my next rant, uh, Jeff. Like you know, part of Battle of the Belts, and you know, again, we're gonna drop this on Sunday, so it's no real spoiler if you haven't caught up to what happens on Battle of the Belts. Then shame on you. But. Sammy Guevara wins the TNT title from mm-hmm. Scorpio Sky, right? And a lot of people immediately were criticizing the fact that why is Sammy Guevara winning this title again? They, you know, he shouldn't be winning it. They're getting sick and tired of him and this Tate Conti business. Obviously, I think this is leading to Sammy's heel turn, which yeah, he, also, he also won with a, a distraction and a and a
1: nutshot as well. But then again, Tay Conti in this thing with Paige Van Zant, and there's there's still the heels, uh, Amer- you know, men of the year. So it, it's it is rather confusing as to what they're trying to do with it. I'm not sure they've decided yet. I mean, but it is very much like Sammy and Ty either accidentally or purposely picked up right where Brandy and Cody left off.
0: Right, and so one of the criticisms was why put the title on Sammy, and I can tell you why. And it's because AEW is lacking stars. AEW has nobody to make. They've booked everybody into a fucking, into the ground. They had, these are the guys that should be in title contention for the TNT title, and they're not. Andrade. Aleister Black. Malachi Black. Whatever. Malister Black. Mm Mm-hmm um Keith Lee Adam Cole Adam Cole is fucking done in the, the world title picture. He's been fucking washed by Adam Page enough times. It's over. He needs to go for this TNT title. Make the TNT title relevant again by putting all these mid-card guys that you just took from WWE and make them important. Swerve all these guys should be fighting for the Ar- TNT title. Arbs, pack, the list the list it doesn't end. Right. And so they they're too busy fucking booking nonsense for the uh, fucking Alister Black with fucking Fuego del Sol for fucking what? Jeff, don't tell me that they're fucking making stars when they're not. This is bullshit. They've right. got The stars that they've got, CM Punk finally, they fucking woke up and they said, we're going to put the strap on him because Adam Page ain't doing shit. So that's something that they've got to quickly change, but they've got to wait a couple weeks to get to their quarterly Mm pay-per-view. After that, what's next? Uh, Daniel Bryan is in the mid-card obscurity with, with, with Blackpool Bruiser Club, whatever they call themselves. Right. moxley the most same thing tag
1: team
0: in history yeah the most expensive tag team in history i like it moxley like we talked about earlier might have one foot out the door and maybe that's why they're not booking him in anything serious you put a strap uh, the, the rocket ship on on eddie kingston it's always start and stop maybe because of his injuries whatever all these fucking guys that are supposed to be the next big thing don't pan out to be the next big thing and this is why when Kenny gets injured, and the Bucks aren't around, and now Cody's gone, AEW hits differently because they've buried all the guys they just took from WWE. Alistair Black and Andrade came with, with, with a lot of flair and then fucking fizzled out. Keith Lee, same thing, fizzled out. That's due to who's booking? Vince McMahon's booking or Tony Khan's booking? Well, at this point, it's Sony Khan's booking, obviously. Exactly, Jeff. And I don't so, mind the tag
1: team of Swerve and Keith Lee. It's just neither one of them were brought in to be tag team wrestlers, not even particularly targeting tag team titles.
0: Right, but that's because they got nothing for them. They don't know how to book uh, these guys. No, they knows don't know how to book. Nobody Je- knows how to book. That's
1: the problem. Tony Khan just wants to buy every toy. But when you have every toy, you can only play
0: with so many. But, Jeff, why are we busy wasting our fucking time with Sa- – Sammy Guevara is a star. I understand that. Darby Allen was a star. What is he doing now?
1: Well, that was the, the nice thing about the territory days is that each territory had its champions, but you still had, like, the NWA and you had some of your bigger promotions. But in your in your area, if you were in Portland – Billy Jack Haynes was a big deal to you. If you were in the Southeast, the junkyard dog was a big deal to you. And Tommy Rich was a big deal to you. If you were in the mid Atlantic, Magnum TA was a big deal to you. If you were in New York, Bob Backlund was a big deal to you. I, I, the po- point being is that, you know, these places they'd have their rosters of, you know, 20 people and they'd have probably another 10 or 15. They would, you know, come in and out, you know, rather routinely. And then every now and then, your Ric Flair, your Harley racer, whoever would come to town, Dusty Rhodes. And, you know, that would be your attraction for a while. Or, you know, or Vince would lend someone Andre the Giant and they would lend him, you know, Hulk Hogan or whatever the case would be. Um, you know, that was nice. Of course, nobody made any money either. So that, that's that's I mean, wrestling has become Walmartized and, you know, there's Walmart and there's Target. And what's going to put those two out of business? Amazon. So you're down to one so I mean mean, that's sort of the problem so I mean either you're gonna have all these guys who all become mid because there's too many of them um or you're gonna have a whole
0: lot of unemployed wrestlers who probably can't do much else with their lives but but Jeff they're all fucking mid because they're busy trying to make other guys that are inconsequential and non they're they're nobodies well that's true you're too busy fucking trying to build up Wheeler Yuta and Fuego del Sol. And Fuego del Sol for fucking what, Jeff? For fucking Col- what? Like Antonini. and Hook for what? And Tony nice Thank you. When you've got other fucking quality guys on the fucking roster and you're fucking busy uh, dicking 0. around Kate with these Fager, other guys, Daniel Garcia. They, people, yes,
1: people. I can take one look at them <laughs> and say they're they're never going to be anything outside of the the three to six hundred thousand people who are going to insist the people are something anyway. But deep down, know that they're not. I mean it. And, and once Kenny comes back I mean you you know that I mean the good brothers apparently are not re-signing with impact um so I mean you, you know they'll get signed I mean then you know who needs him but you know and then Kenny will get back and then you know everyone else everyone else
0: moves down three slots um but you're right but then what what do you got like you're busy making satin sing are you fucking crazy what are you doing Right. And, what and you, are you doing uh, with this fucking booking this you, is why it's shit the tnt added, title doesn't fucking mean a sh- dog shit now but, but you've just signed jonathan gresham you signed
1: you you signed satnam singh sanjay dutt samoa joe you signed a, a you know you signed khan Maybe dalton castle I'm not sure who apparently has the original boys back so they're they're wrestlers too um and the the Tio Leone guy. I mean, listen, these are not all things I'm opposed to. But now Ring of Honor is you're adding people to Ring of Honor, which with, which is already going to be overcrowded. Like you had a you had an escape valve for for you know for probably 30 of your people to get relevant, uh, and you know, and now it's down to 20. So you know, which I guess is better than nothing. But at this rate, he's going to hire an entire new Ring of Honor
0: roster, <laughs> and, right? And, and, and so they're all going to be mid too. And time's running out for him. Like, look, already Cody Rhodes has jumped ship. And this, make no mistake, Vince is very calculated. The same thing that he did with Jericho 25 years ago is the same thing that he did with Cody Rhodes two weeks ago. Jericho left WCW and Vince made him feel like such a big deal because he wanted to send a message to those guys to say, hey guys, come over here and you're gonna be a superstar. stay over there and you're gonna be the fucking mid card bum wrestler that you are. I'll make you a superstar wherever you are on the on the on the card and you think a guy like and I hate him as uh, you know how much I hate him but Moxley is not gonna stay where he is forever. Brian Danielson is not going to stay where he is forever. This is cute For now, but he is going to come back Like all these guys Jade Cargill is not going to stay in AEW She's coming over There was already rumors that she was backstage at WrestleMania making friends building the network I've already heard those rumors
1: did you see in her baddie section this week in week two already, they put Kiara Hogan and red velvet in her baddie section. They, they couldn't fill it. They couldn't find like five indie wrestlers that nobody would know the names of. They have to put two of their stars right. in, right. in, in the section. And listen, Kiera Hogan should should be doing better than she is in AEW, but she's not. So you could forgive people for not knowing who she was. But Red Velvet, they featured, you know, for better or worse, they featured her fairly consistently. I mean, right. there's no way that, 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 that people, if they were looking, wouldn't know that it was her. So, right, I mean, right. a week two, they couldn't just find, like, five local models and put them, the stick with this. It, it, I mean, even, even that's done stupidly. It's like they right, forgot right. about the baddie section and like they 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 found okay, you guys are from uh, the factory. That's good. And uh, you two, get it, get over there.
0: Right, right, right. I, and to your point, Jeff. Like back in the day, the territories were booked depending on which territory you were going into. But the problem with AEW is, for the last month and a half, they've been doing shows out of Texas. How many shows in the last three weeks have come out of Garland, Texas, yeah. Jeff? I was there myself two weeks ago, WrestleMania weekend, a weekend where you had pretty much a lot, pretty much the most wrestling fans that you will ever get in one city for four days. And they could not sell out this show in Garland. They had at at most 700 to 800 people in the audience. Tony Khan can tell you that they sold a bunch of tickets, 2000 tickets, it's bullshit. I was there live, I've got fucking pictures there were about 700 people in that audience and outside of WrestleMania weekend, I'm pretty sure that it's even fucking less people in that fucking arena. Well, we'll post the pictures, but let, let's, let's get this show back on
1: track and, and try to talk about actually some of the wrestling. And then we get into to AEW news. because You know, battle on the belts and rampage. Some news came out of it. And you know, what I would call a nothing controversy, except the way fans
0: make everything into a major controversy,
1: but all right. So we talked about Sammy getting the belt, the TNT Championship again. Thunder Rosa retained her belt. Jonathan Gresham retained the Ring of Honor a title against Dalton Castle. I'm not sure if he's hired or not. Jonathan Gresham is, was being checked for a concussion, and Ethan Page, who was not a competitor in the match, somehow he ended up being busted open and, and needs stitches. So we have two injuries uh, out of this sloppy shop. Hour. Could be. On Rampage, the, the, the featured event obviously was Adam Page's, I think, sixth title defense, out of which one third of them are now Texas death matches. Only one of those was in Texas. So it was Adam Page <laughs> against Adam Cole. We already talked about that, obviously, Adam Cole didn't win. Adam Page retained. But the finish in, in this match was one where Adam Page decided not to get uber violent, but Adam Cole nutshotted him, gave him some super kicks. Adam Cole, I mean, Adam Page came back. Um, he took Adam Cole. He put barbed wire around his wrist, sort of the way the the um, like Anna J did a few weeks back in that in that match with the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Uh, but what he did is he he then took it off of his like wrist or forearm, and he put it around Adam Cole's head like a crown of thorns on Adam Cole's head, sort of like Jesus' crown of thorns. And then he did like whatever his his uh, finisher he off the apron through her table, in a Texas death match. Adam Cole obviously couldn't answer the count. Adam Page answers the count, but then rolls himself into the ring because he forgets he doesn't need to be in the ring. He just needs to be on his feet. So then he remembers he quickly needs to get to his feet. Anyway, Adam Page retains, and the imagery is obviously that, you know, he killed Jesus on Good Friday. Okay. (laughs) Stupid, tasteless, could be offensive. Frankly, I think if you're that easily offended, you shouldn't watch wrestling, but because everything's solved by violence and there and there's nothing, you know, religious about wrestling. But that 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 ship sailed a long time ago. So I'm hearing all these people talking about, you know, going back to the the crucifixion and all the ministry of darkness and Vince wrestled, you know, God and, and, and things like that. Yeah, all sorts of things that people are still criticizing. Almost three decades later. So, why is it okay to do it now if it wasn't okay to do it then? If you're, I mean, one, if you consider those things to be mistakes, and people can differ on that, but if you consider those things to be outrages and mistakes, aren't you supposed to learn from others' mistakes if you are making a better, more perfect union, a more perfect promotion? The answer is yes, you're supposed to be. So, it's not well, the Undertaker crucified the Big Boss Man in 1999 or whatever. The Big Boss Man's been dead for 20 years. Come on, I mean,
0: oh, shit.
1: I mean, this is old news. What? Why are you being outraged about that? Say, yeah, that was fucked up. I expect better from AEW, but it's still my favorite promotion. Cool, that's that's okay. Or to say it's wrestling. It's supposed to shock you. Yeah, it was a it, it was shocking, but. That's what we're supposed to do. And we're going to remember this in 20 years. Cool. I respect that. It's not. Yeah, but, but they did that in, in the attitude era. So it's okay to do it now. But I'm still pissed about what they did in the attitude era. What? I
0: mean, just, just be consistent. That's all, I ask. That's all I ask. I. I I'm I'm, I'm not offended as much as. Much about the spot with the crown of thorns as much as I'm just offended by AEW altogether. Like, I know you that's are. that's that's an obvious. All right. So some more
1: AEW newsish.
0: More AEW news. God damn it.
1: The so we got some stills of the AEW video game. It does not look very impressive. But also they announced that it's going to be distributed. Maybe you, as a child who plays video games, may be able to explain to me more what this means. But apparently they're going to have an exclusive platform with Tamaguchi or Tamagotchi? Tem- Tamagotchi. Okay, so what is that? Does that mean it's not gonna be on P- PlayStation and Xbox and things like that? What, what's So that
0: I don't know if you recall this, because again, you were, maybe, maybe you can recall this because your kids might've had one, but so I remember Tamagotchis being popular when I was, I wanna say, in my teens or maybe early twenties. And so they were these little egg shaped, um, it was like the shape of an egg and also the size of an egg, these little small, um, handhelds, handhelds, right. That's it. That's the right word that I'm looking for. And the game was you had to take care of an animal, a digital animal. And so you would first like nurture it as an egg and then the right. egg would hatch. Stop the and- history
1: lesson. What does this mean for the distribution of this video game?
0: It means it's gonna be dog shit is what it no. means. Okay, what does it mean without your editorial? Like, what does it mean in real life? I don't know what it fucking means, Jeff. Like, just like all of AEW, nobody fucking knows because they're run by a fucking crackhead. Like, Jeff, tamagotchi was famous in 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 the early aughts for this fucking game and then since then has done dog shit has done nothing and they almost got repopularized for you know nostalgic value. Re- value right mm-hmm. oh this game was popular back 20 years ago now right, let me you, play with it with have, my kids right so you want so play that's yeah. right exactly so that's where where it's coming around now I don't know what it means does that mean that they're going to put an egg-shaped uh handheld together where you can now put adam cole in a uh crown of uh barbed wire i don't fucking know jeff maybe
1: it's only is going to work with a Tamagotchi (coughs) console and that means it wouldn't work on like a playstation or nintendo
0: or or the things that most people have I don't know i don't know jeff i don't know if that means that you just have to take care of a baby kenny omega i don't know what that means i don't know what it means jeff your guess is as good as mine uh i i can just like we've been speculating from the jump this video game is never coming out it's never gonna see the light of day all right so it's a tax. I... it's exactly what they said it was a tax write-off
1: uh. Well, if that's what you said it was, uh, I, I think it was just another one of their bad plans. All right. So also an uh, unsurprising announcement occurred, and this sort of got lost in the shuffle of lots of other stuff. But basically, Tony Khan and AEW acknowledged it, that most of the, the talent that you would associate with modern Ring of Honor will not be associated with Ring of Honor. And that may ebb and flow over time, but most of the Ring of Honor roster will be populated with people who are currently working for or with AEW. So, no, no surprise there. That's exactly what I predicted. Yes, you people on the Ring of Honor Facebook page, you told me I was a jerk and no, they were definitely going to hire them all. No, I told you it was going to be most <laughs> people. And by the way, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I mean, sorry to the Ring of Honor roster and those who don't get it, but it's not like you guys are lighting the world on fire. So, oh, um,
0: no. yeah. The Briscoes so, right. feel a certain way about that.
1: Now, In more important news, yes, we don't really know. We don't know about the video game, obviously, so we don't know how important or unimportant that is. But I believe since we issued our last show, there's been some news from Discovery, which now has acquired Warner Media, which means all of the TV networks and and basically any platform that AEW is on, except for Fight TV, uh, the Discovery is now in charge. So the Discovery executive, one. Said he wants to make all TV PG, which could be a problem for AW. I don't know what they consider to be PG, but AW says TV MA, WWE says TV PG. The joke was PG Punk, so I assume that would mean less blood, less cursing, which is part of what AW fans love about AW. It's part of what makes it different. So that is something that could be a problem uh, for AW. The other thing is that the the person who's in charge said they are targeting three billion dollars in budget cuts. Uh, I think we did talk about this last week, did we? I think so. Yes. Okay. So I'll, I'll just reiterate again, just quickly. We don't know what this means. We have no idea if wrestling or you know wrestling shows on TNT or TBS are even on the radar. I we don't know if those are just hedges that that could get cut just to cut things or it's too small to be even incidental or there's much bigger fish to fry that are targeted. We, we have no idea, but it's or they're going to treat
0: them like uh, ECW uh, back in it, the day and just put them on at three in the morning.
1: It, 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 well, you know, or they could be very happy with it. And they may want to just merge like IDTV and true TV. No, we have no idea. But whenever someone comes in and says, I'm looking to make 3 billion in cuts, you know, nobody should really feel particularly secure. And I would extend that to the NHL and the NBA too. I mean, though, I doubt it, but who knows what kind of return they're getting. So that's some real life stuff that, that we're going to follow, vis-a-vis, uh, AEW, and you know maybe where the rubber meets the road on the real world, um, which also would say to me that maybe Tony Khan may want to look at other networks for Ring of Honor, but that could complicate things because I think that I think the Turner has... An exclusive on AEW talent, so he'd have to, well, fire people and rehire them, and and even then that could be considered a bad faith. I, you know, it, it it could get messy. The, like I always said, this the fact that the two companies are not owned by the same, you know, could cause problems, but it can also be solutions. Uh, so we'll see. Just just stuff to watch.
0: This, um, this goes back to our conversation oh, uh, several episodes ago, where we were talking about what is the actual worth of that TV contract, and you were like, "Steve, they're gonna they're gonna be worth the same amount as WWE." I said, and "If I, they are," and they I are. said, "No one is going to. Pre- You're not paying for the same brand. You're paying. Yes, it's wrestling, and yes, it's equal pot." there is a uh I, I understand the demo conversation and the ratings conversation but when it comes to marketability to sell commercials if i'm going to tide and going and saying hey guys i've got wwe programming they've got the rock steve austin john cena and or i've got aw which is also wrestling but they've got kenny omega and these other guys, they're going to be like, who? What are they doing?
1: I, and I, then I, Everything and, I know about advertising is that it doesn't work that way. Uh, oh,
0: listen, I think like, it does. If, if you
1: want, like, like WWE can shop for in-show sponsors and that would be their pitch for like, this is sponsored by Snickers. But for the ads that you see during the shows, the advertisers buy blocks. And generally, unless something offensive happens like Nick Gage with a pizza cutter, they generally don't care. They get their three primetime slots. They get their three morning drive slots. They get their late night slots and they get their daytime slots. Whatever whatever they pay for, they pay for packages and they buy in blocks. They're generally not looking for wrestling. They're not, they're not looking for shows that get between 500 and 2.2 million. They're, they're, they might be looking for football game times, Super Bowl sells ads, they might be looking for like the Big Bang Theory or like something that gets ten or twenty million people viewing. Ain't nobody looking for this. Those those are the in show sponsors. So that
0: but that's exactly my point is nobody's looking for wrestling, hmm? like at, at at large. No, but they WWE? are looking
1: for live events that count to sports.
0: I think it's a different branding of 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 live sports. NHL Maybe. is like the dregs of. All of re- all of professional sports, and I think they still have a better prestige in branding than wrestling. They absolutely and do. and in wrestling, I'm, I'm not I'm not including WWE because I feel like WWE is a separate entertainment. NHL level. is
1: far above. I mean, you can you can just watch a game and look at the commercials. Half of them are going to be the same, but the other half are going to be American Express and Audi and whatever. And WWE is going to be Hyundai and like the, the new card for capital, the capital one issues for people who have no credit credit. Money. Right. I mean, there's a definitely, you're going to see Applebee's commercials on the other. You're going to see, you know, uh, Bluetooth. blue Chip press. Oh, right. Yeah. I an mean, Accenture an Accenture exactly right. Yeah. Um, all right. Other wrestling news uh so bandito apparently skipped his main event at a gcw event and nobody could find him for a while now apparently they found him and he said he just wasn't feeling well so <laughs> yeah, I, I told you at the fucking gcw man we'll give you covid yeah I, I, i'm thinking that maybe he's actually living his gimmick and he's a bandit and he's on he's on the lam um <laughs> in some serious news and i don't know who this person is but shinjiro otani who apparently is like a 50 year old japanese wrestler got really injured, uh, has a spinal cord injury, and, and underwent surgery. And apparently, like, he couldn't move his his, uh, his limbs. Uh, so that's not looking good. Um, from what I saw of it, you know, just seeing the little clips on Twitter, looked a little bit like what happened to Leparka, Um Oh, no. Which eventually led to his death. So, I mean, that's all shitty. So hopefully, hopefully he'll be okay. Um, I didn't even want to talk about this, but you brought it up, so I have to. But AAA reportedly is bringing Alberto Del Rio back into their fold. So, Love yeah, it. yeah. It's well, it's wow. Well. Um, speaking of Los Parks, they got themselves fired from MLW for taking liberties with chairs and getting into, into a fight backstage with Hammerstone
0: and Fatou. Oh, and my apparently- God. See, this wouldn't have happened if Selena De was still around.
1: Yeah, it's it's true. Um the funny thing is like their their gimmick lately has been that they are they started a restaurant, but the food's really shitty, and then people who complain they beat them up until they say the food is good. So I want to <laughs> make a joke about <laughs> that. That's the real reason that somebody ate their shitty restaurant and complained, and then they got to the shoot fight and got themselves fired, like they were doing catering for MLW, but MLW doesn't pay for catering. Um all right, sonata from New Japan, vacated the IWGP title due to an orbital bone break. He also doesn't have any knees that function just like Naito. Um, and oh, frankly, uh, who's who's there? Star- Tanahashi, not, not Okada, but Tanahashi also, it's, his knees are shit too. Michael Elgin, who recently sued Impact, which, I mean, I have no love for Impact, but Michael Elgin is a is a weirdo and a jabroni and a bit of a jerk and has a color. Wasn't he hat.
0: missing for a while?
1: He was missing for a while, clearly mental health issues, but he sued Impact saying that they they so defamed him, hurt his character by releasing him, that he couldn't possibly work for anyone else, including Noah. In, in Japan, Michael Elgin has now signed with Noah, um, <laughs> thus impeaching his own suit, but I guess you got to get a paycheck. Um, and somebody said to me, he's only going to be there for a few weeks. It's like, It doesn't matter. The point was he said that he couldn't get a job with with promotions, including Noah, and he just took a job with Noah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's for a few weeks they hired him. Uh, I mean, And I don't know how that guy knows it's a few weeks anyway. All right. (laughs) Caleb Conley is the latest of sort of TNA Impact long timers to say that he's done with Impact. I know people don't care about these sort of lower card guys like the, the Johnny Bravo and the Larry Davis and the Rachel Ellerins and the caleb Conleys and, and sort of this parade you know the, the what was his name rohit raju and mahar shira and all, all these you know there's this sort of been this like not so slow parade of sort of the lower card guys from impact saying they're done with it and everyone's like well we don't care but i mean you know when when they have these 90 to 60 or 90 to 180 day contracts you know that clearly people are always renewing or not renewing and we'll leave for you know, Greena Pastors, you know, the these people who have been loyal to you. They can make more on the indies or in other industries. That that should be of some concern. Anyway, Caleb Conley, gone. Sarah Logan joining her husband. Uh, no, not joining her husband. She's married to Eric Rowe, right? One of the Vikings. Right. She is being she's being booked with control your narrative. I didn't know they had a women's division, but I still have not heard any buy rates. I haven't heard anything about the show on WrestleMania and nobody's talking about it period. Uh, But somehow Braun Strowman is so mocking people saying that they're paying attention. He's getting paid. I I, I mean, if people are paying for the shows, nobody's admitting it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) In NXT news, we have new NXT tag team champions, the Creed brothers uh, won all their matches except for the last in a gauntlet uh, match. And they lost predictably to the fifth team to enter, which was, Pretty Deadly, who was a team that was stalking them, and Pretty Deadly are basically Legolas from Lord of the Rings and Fabio from the 1990s.
0: Jeff, I know we spoke about the Nash Carter lawsuit um, when it first kind of came out, Mm -hmm. but since then... What lawsuit? Well, not the lawsuit. The the thing that led to his being let go, Mm -hmm. uh, the allegations from, uh, what's her name? Kimberly Kimberly um, any any new thoughts any new feelings on the matter
1: no the only thing that I had confirmed since that time is that um, on the Saturday before she sort of went crazy on his ass uh, she was tweeting how she was a proud wife because they had won the tag team championships at stand and the liver and Monday after WrestleMania and I too, she got served with divorce papers from him, and that's when she went. You know, then then all of a sudden she turned on him. So it really does seem more and more like it's a case of hell hath no fury uh, but a woman's scorn. Now I gave the advice, and I don't know that I'm the one that that caused the silence on this or someone else did because I didn't get any acknowledgement. Um, but I'm I tweeted to what was the name Queen Evie, the the wife of Wesley Carter, Wesley uh-huh. rather who was, you know, who was defending him, I said, I know you're trying to help, but this is outside of the court of public opinion now. Get a good lawyer if you don't if he doesn't already have one. I'm sure they're gonna tell you to stop doing this, gather your evidence and get it to the lawyer and stop and get off social media. And it seems like shortly thereafter she did. Now again, I have no idea that she ever read mine. She didn't send it a like, nobody retweeted it. It got no likes. So I, you know, I have no idea. But Whatever it is, somebody gave her that advice, whether it was me or someone else, that they took it and they are now off the of social media and they're, you know. you know. It's and radio this, silence. It's, yeah, I mean, the funny thing, not the funny thing, but the ironic thing is that she got him fired. She was making a claim for alimony, so she just took away his job. So right now she's working for Impact, so she probably has the higher earning potential right now. Fact is, apparently, okay, so a few other things. One that, that picture he took of himself doing the Hell Hitler, not to excuse it, but apparently he took that when he was twenty. He met her in twenty eighteen in Impact. So they weren't married when they took it. Somehow it got on her phone. I don't know if he, you know, I don't know if she was looking through a shit. I don't know if he said, Here's a funny picture of me when I was being stupid, whatever. But it predated their marriage. You know, infer from that whatever you like. Uh, but the point is is, is is the real point is this marriage, they met. Their marriage ended and filed for divorce within less than a four-year period. So they were only married for like two, two and a half years. She ain't getting an alimony anyway. So I mean, that that's just not the way it works. They weren't married long enough, and their their differential in income. It's not like she married a guy who was making ten million a year, and she, and you know she's had a social work degree. It's 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 just it's just not the way the world works. You don't you don't get married for two and a half years and get alimony. Right. So. But she, whatever and chance she had. It, as she, far as, she, far as right, we
0: know, there's no kids involved, right? I, I, I don't believe they have any children. Okay.
1: Yeah, they didn't even have a long relationship. By the way, Rampage this week was at 7, not at their regular time slot. I didn't see any Fast Nationals for it. I did see Fast Nationals for SmackDown, but we don't really report on Fast Nationals. Battle for the Belts was tonight at 8, 8 to 9. So obviously, we're recording. It's still... The 16th, though it's about to turn to the 17th. So, other ratings some shows we have two weeks worth, and one of those is Dynamite. So, last week did 989,000, which was up 10,000. This week it did 977,000. So, it went down 12,000, um, but up 2,000 from two weeks ago. But, whatever it is, like all these pops, you know, th- this was sort of what you might call a loaded show. I mean if you're an AEW fan, you call loaded. Oh my it god, was, loaded. Was, well, there's a tag team title match on it. There was a Ring of Honor uh TV title match on it. You had Minoru Suzuki advertised for the card. I mean, there 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 were things you know there were things to try to pop a rating. Um and it didn't. I mean, that, that's all I'll say. It didn't. I mean, I still say 977 to me. Anything over 850, they're overperforming.
0: I, I, I hear know. listen, I hear you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Loaded in and of itself, is a loaded term. Sure. You know, I I can load a car with manure, and it's still loaded. Sure. I mean, you can
1: say the same thing about SmackDown. You have the teasing title unification matches for a tag team, and Ricochet's defending against Junior Mahal. I mean... is yeah, uh, not shit. Shush. Um, <laughs> right. So, Impact last week... Lost sixty thousand viewers down to eighty-nine thousand. Though this week they recovered some of them. They they went up thirty one thousand back to hundred and twenty-three thousand. But that Woo-hoo! is that is a
0: weird swing. But one twenty three, still nothing to be excited about. You know what? It's it's all um what's her name? Kimberly. No, the other one. The Dixie. Dixie had a special announcement.
1: Dixie's not with impact anymore.
0: But she had a special announcement.
1: Oh, okay. I, I missed it. I don't watch Impact, so what do I know? <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll, have, we'll have to check with our Impact correspondent, uh, Bill Shannon, on that.
0: She she had a special. She had a special. Oh, you want me said, to ask
1: you what was the special announcement?
0: She, well, the special announcement is that they're going. Uh, they're taking the show on the road. Oh yeah, and. What, what does that mean? I gone. don't know. We're, I don't know. I don't know. Is it house shows? Is it a, a global show? Who fucking knows? Nobody. Knows. Well, is, it a, is it a show on Tamagotchi Network? Who fucking knows, Jeff? Nobody knows.
1: There's one thing I know. It's not going to be on toll roads, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> all right. New Japan Pro Wrestling, last week, 46,000. Pathetic, down 13,000. Good news for them. This week they went up, but only four thousand to fifty thousand. Oh, so, man. ooh, people love New Japan. They really watch that New Japan. Oh, that New SmackDown Japan. last week did two point two three zero. Remember this. This is not for the fifteenth. This is for the eighth. Two point two three zero. That's strong. Yeah. Now Rampage last week recovered one hundred thirty four thousand did six hundred thousand. Uh, not lighting the world on fire, but it was their, You know, a pretty good number though. It was. Uh, I
0: don't know. It, it, apparently they getting more it's not beating NXT. Go ahead.
1: No, not beating NXT, but uh, not that not that far. Raw went down three hundred thousand uh, down <laughs> to one point eight. What? Uh, yeah, down to one point eight zero three to be particular specific. NXT went any, down any, twenty. Was yeah?
0: there any like a, playoff NBA
1: games? Was there? I think there's playoff NBA games every night. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean. I don't know. Jeff, you're not uh, helping
0: me. Here. You're not helping me build my case here.
1: I'm not. Uh, I will never acknowledge that sports has any real effect on on <laughs> wrestling unless Is there, it's an. Was there game. an
0: episode of the Avengers? Was it a Avengers rerun on TNT? Uh, that's probably what it was. But, uh,
1: uh, yeah, I think Batman be- begins. The cartoon was <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> NXT went uh, six hundred and ten thousand down twenty one thousand. WWE Evil went down forty three thousand. It was the Ric Flair episode. Maybe people are just tired of Ric Flair. Two hundred ninety three thousand. By the way, on a Ric Flair note, apparently he's revamping his uh, his uh, podcast, podcast without Mark Madden, and he issued like a, a show saying this is how the new Ric Flair Censored is going to be. And like, they just played clips of his show from like seven years ago. So the new show is just going to be his old shit?
0: I mean... Makes sense. I I like it. I like it already.
1: I know. Fantastic. NWA, 52,000. Week ago, 85,000. Two weeks ago, 70,000. MLW, 101,000. A week ago, 67,000. Two weeks ago, 106,000. Yeah. Dark, 205,000. By the way, I, I took these numbers down... Thursday, when I thought we were going to record on Thursday. So this would be from the 15th. So two more days have gone by. Um, Dark 205, um, a week ago, 203. Two weeks ago, 233,000. Elevation, this week, 262,000. Last week, 523,000. Why the surge, you ask? Paul White wrestled on it. Uh, and, and and the week before, who, and, and those of you who don't know, the big show. So the big show... Still can pop a rating apparently, um, so maybe that's maybe that's why they put give,
0: Sang give him the TNT title.
1: Yeah, maybe that's why they put some Samat Singh in this this prestigious uh, spot as to uh, feuding with Samoa Joe and apparently Jonathan Gresham, who's not cost. All right, two weeks ago, elevation three hundred thirty five thousand. So folks, no, it's not Trend. It was Paul White, New Japan Strong. My favorite new victim this week forty five hundred. A week ago, sixty five hundred. Two weeks ago, 7,000. Woo! Ooh. People it's love it. that New Japan product. They just can't get enough of it. YouTube is free. Um, and it comes with every phone. And don't tell me you don't have a phone. Every motherfucker has a phone.
0: Nobody, uh, people, uh, they've been, it's a new trend, Jeff. Uh, new Japan fans are going back to flip phones.
1: They're they're playing Brick Breaker instead. So Brick Breaker is also the reason the, for the ratings drop. They, this they
0: is break also break. why they're going to put the game on Tamagotchi. It's all AW fans and New Japan fans are regressing 20 years in technology, and that, that's that that explains it. What was the thing before Minesweeper? Might Mine, exactly. They're playing Minesweeper, Solitaire, Tamagotchi Baby games, and and Pong. And pong. Thank you. And and uh all this stuff. And flip phones. Well, that is righteous.
1: Listen, you know, I've been thinking a little now you rant on AEW. And I've been thinking actually some of the people of are properly used. I've always said that Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are jobbers, and that's exactly how they're positioned on AEW.
0: Right. That this is exactly the problem with AEW.
1: You know what? That's probably should be the entrance to the show. And, the, 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 you know, that no
0: one's going to listen to the show if I title it The Problem with AEW because usually what i'm going to title Ooh. this is going to be i mean the wwe number one wwe the best and we're going to get a lot of listens who, who are you the iron chic the title is <laughs> yes. the iron Sheik. wwe number one wwe the best okay. i love you miss elizabeth i love you we know you do all
1: right uh, okay vince he's he's still donating blood every single day he's keeping in that fridge job, just your I- type I- and yeah, and in case exactly. in case you lied about your type he's he's done genetic experiments to change his type
0: to every type there is so he's got plenty for you no matter yes. what type there is and he's got this is really why i have so many kids because i need um one of them to be the new vessel for vince mcmahon
1: right he needs, he needs he needs blood types he's got marrow harvesting and he's he's building bodies to, to transfer your consciousness into, so you never have to leave your your chairmanship. You just might have to be in a child's body for a while. It'll be that's like right. Benjamin Button, except in reverse.
0: That's right, sort of.
1: Now that's no. It'll be like Interview with a Vampire, except you will grow. Oh my God, you're a genius. I'm not really sure I am. I, I don't think I've gotten this one right yet, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, that's all i got that's that's
0: the news that's the ratings that that's all i got in wrestling this week. i think i think that's enough i think that's enough for a show jeff i think we did i think we did our job this week we so. covered it very we usually talk about ending the show and we say we we covered it all jeff i think we did and usually we when did i guess? say that i i'm bullshitting because we record on a thursday and we don't cover smackdown or rampage but what this year this week, week we did cover all of it. Well, we
1: always cover it all. We just—it's just not current with you know—we're not live, so that's always going to happen. You're always—I mean, right now we're going to miss whatever news comes out of Sunday and Monday or whatever. But yeah, we're as current as we probably ever will be. But this coming week, we have a guest, uh, Josh Silverberg from the um, Off the Mats podcast is going to be joining us. So uh, uh, you know, another voice. I you know, there I've you been come. on their podcast a couple times, but. The funny thing is, Josh missed it both times. He had emergencies both times, so he's the one who booked me. But I've actually
0: never spoken to him, so we'll see. Well, and then we can have him on our show, and I can grill him on why I've never been invited. Why is it that they only invite you? You can't put it together. Why nobody wants to have you on on their show? No, I don't understand. I mean, I'm I'm the uh, I'm what is it? Uh, enigmatic.
1: Enigmatic. There's the I mean there's a lot of adjectives we could use for you, but enigmatic is definitely not one of them.
0: What are you talking about?
1: You're what if if the opposite of enigmatic is igmatic, you're igmatic.
0: No, that's incorrect. I'm like Jeff Hardy, except interesting and not as concussed or <laughs> afraid of Roman Reigns.
1: <laughs> that's a good place to leave this.
0: I'd like to remind you all before we close out that Rome the last time Jeff Hardy was in a WWE ring. Roman Reigns punched this man so hard on the back of his head that he rolled out of the ring and then rolled out of WWE.
1: This is why people don't invite you on their show.
0: Why? Listen, I'm not biased. I love all wrestling. You don't love all wrestling. I do love all wrestling when it makes sense. When you book book trash wrestling like a cokehead, then I'm going to criticize it. Cokeheads
1: can book some good wrestling. I
0: think. Name me the last cokehead that 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 booked really good wrestling. Don't say Maria Can. Ah, you got me. I thought you were gonna say Maria Canellis. Now she's useless. Uh, uh, Allegedly, (laughs) right? It's a joke, everybody. I don't need her suing me. You know she started her own wrestling uh uh federation, World Women's Wrestling Army, or I think Women's Wrestling Army, WWE.
1: I I did hear something about that. And, gee, that's, I I, I guess, all that money that her and Mike didn't earn for those three years in WWE that they bitched about ever since. I guess they're going to put it to some use because, you know, he ain't making it in what was Ring of Honor, what's now NWA and Impact. So, yeah. In the Indies, there's like no demand for him or her.
0: You know, for next week's show, we should look at where these offshoots of wrestling um have gone like terminus and um what's the one that started by genie bus the women's wrestling the glut women of wrestling women Women of wrestling Wrestling.
1: that is supposed to start airing i think this fall on sinclair
0: yeah we should we should do like a recap of where where all these new offshoots of wrestling are send me send me my list and you look at your list I'm going to nope. send you all the list. I don't got time to look at this shit. You make- I I, st- I strictly watch WWE. I send my love letter to Vince weekly. Still Daily. don't get a response. Daily.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hourly. Maybe if you stop cutting out the print from different newspapers and magazines, you get a better
0: <laughs> result. I've done better. I now cut out the whole words, not mm-hmm. just the letters. So it saves me a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cost of glue is going up, I guess, because courses have COVID or something. I don't know. I don't. Guys, you've been listening to the Hammerlock Hangover. This is episode 80. Thanks for tuning in. If you made it this far, much appreciated. Guys, if we made you laugh, entertained you in the last two, and tw- two hours and 25 minutes, then I would hope that you would love and be very excited to give us a like on whatever streaming platform, podcast platform you're listening to us, whether that be... Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all that jazz. Wherever you're listening to us, please make sure that you leave a like, drop a review, give us five stars, or as many stars as you can. That helps us get over, and we really want to get over. Um and that's that's about you it, guys. Desperately
1: want to be famous.
0: Exactly, desperately. Like that guy that uh was mooching off of um who's it the rolling stones in that movie almost famous was it the stones that he was following around i don't fucking remember yeah i don't know um guys if you want to send us a line if you want to talk to us if you want to interact with us you can find us on twitter i am at big daddy cool jeff here is at icarus fell md that's icarus fell as in fell from the sky F E L L M D, md like maryland and uh you can also tweet the show at hammerlock ho the ho is obviously for hangover it's too many characters for twitter but maybe when elon musk decides to buy it over maybe we can buy some more letters and just be have the whole name as our handle you can also email us at hammerlock hangover at gmail.com hammerlock hangover at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook on the Hammerlock Hangover Facebook page. Jeff, any final plugs before we close this show up? Yep, my non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom. Check that out. The cousin show,
1: Garden Views, uh, which is more mainstream, uh, a lot of times legal related. We did uh, student loan law and policy this week. So obviously a little bit more like newsy kind of stuff. Um, check us out on the Wrestling Soup Network. Check out those the other shows they offer. We're back on the PWC uh, we never really left it's the the, the, the just weren't being uploaded which feels like the same thing but but it's not because there was any issue on our end uh, but check out all the fine content on the PwC uh, and to be frank I'm on most of it so uh, <laughs> uh, you know and and the, the nice thing is that there's there' are shows on there that are devoted to particular wrestling shows so there's a show about dynamite there's a show about raw there's a show about rampage so you can sort of you know, Check that shit out, and, and if you want to get more in-depth into a particular show, you can hear about that from me and Jimmy T, usually, or the other cast of characters over there. Um, and shout-out to Drew Yari, because he's always so supportive, and I'm on his show probably about once a month. Uh, I think I owe him a show, but... Um, and also to the guys from Off the Mat. so we're looking forward to having uh, Josh on this week. Hopefully that'll work out. And again, like Steve said, thanks, everyone, for listening, and pass it
0: forward that's right guys share the love share tell your friends about us if they like wrestling they're going to like this show if you had a chuckle they'll have a chuckle it's a good good way to pass the time guys whether you're at work at your grandma's house walking somewhere whatever In church. In celebrating church. The,
1: the resurrection of your lord and savior
0: there you go or Having a
1: stator, uh, being thankful that your firstborn wasn't killed or rather that you're Ancestor's firstborn wasn't killed so that you can be here eating matzah. Um, Or whatever else. But yeah, the point is, everyone, stay evil, my friends. That's it. Have a good one, everybody.